buy one get one free (laughs) (laughs) amen Welcome to Midweek Gaming. We're back once again on the 28th of April for episode 30. Did any of you guys think we'd ever get to episode 30? Now now, now we've numbered them. I didn't realise we got, we've not done that many till today. Well, because <laughs> um, you asked me I'm to impressed. go back and number them, because I forgot to number them. That's what we've reached now, episode 30. We have. But yes, but... But welcome everyone to Midweek Gaming back once again. And yes, we are slackers because that's because we we talk a little bit before. So I seen your your comment, Matt Barnes, you slackers. So I thought I better press the the live <laughs> button. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to uh, get a good gamer picture or logo, um, etc., uh, from the graphic god, please check out www.xboxgamerpics.com. And if you'd like to check out a great gaming website, uh, independent one, www.bg4ghub.com. And welcome, Mr. T- Mr. Tushi. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm half asleep, but I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Ready to go. Have you been doing much gaming? Yeah, fucking Second Extinction stressed me out. <laughs> You've already played you it? help, mate. Yeah, I've already. Oh, I just you haven't tried to solo it, have you? I tried soloing it and fucking had because it hard. I watched an interview <laughs> with Mr. Boomstick and he actually asked the developers about that. And he and they said there's no plans to make it a solo game. It is about a free player experience. Yeah, you can tell. But that. if you wanna if you but if you <laughs> want to go ahead and try it solo, you can, but it would be very, very difficult. And you've obviously tested that theory. You have. Yeah, I kept dying. And Telegonic has as well. <laughs> yeah, he's I've seen that uh, so, sh- yeah. so Shady's done that. He beat a T-Rex today solo. It's really? mental. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, also, I've completed Cyberpunk this week, which I'm really happy with. Very Did you play it last year? Yeah, I got it on launch. Um, I played it, oh, and then I, I stopped it about 30 hours in. But yeah, then I've they um, completed it either, yeah. I think I ended up playing something else and left, left it in the back burner, but I went back to it, and I just... Done about another twenty hours in a week and completed it, which I really enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad that's, I finished it though. That's good to hear. That is. Would you would you replay it with the next gen patch? I think I asked you that last week. I think you said yeah. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. So, welcome, animated evil. How are you? Are you all tired out from long hours, etc.? Yes. Yeah, quite <laughs> tired today, but yeah, uh, we're all good. Um, yeah, good to be here. Thank you. Uh, for having me once again. Uh, if I do fall asleep, just shout really loudly. I've got you turned up loud, so. I was going to say, you sound like you're about half in the bag already. Yeah, I'm, I'm really tired. But it's one of those things. So if I do fall asleep on screen, like start doing this. Yeah, just shout. Yeah, I'll probably end up being the best stream ever. The viewership alone will just rate. <laughs> like, uh, like me, it's like me falling asleep on Sea of Thieves. You know? 
We'll just leave. We'll just leave it streaming. Twenty-four hours later, the viewership will just go through the roof. You know, absolutely. Well, <laughs> there is people that do painting. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, paint by numbers. Paint drop. Yeah, yeah. No, watching paint dry yeah. streams. See how much drool is yeah. in his beard when he wakes up the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been gaming much? Um. Off and on, I suppose, yes. Um, I've been playing Near Automata. I uh, really love that game. So good. That yeah, I you made a very nice you. video on that. Thank very, you. Very um, nice. It's really good. Still not got all the way through uh, Outriders yet, but that's just by choice because when it when it kind of broke a little bit, I stopped playing completely. So mm -hmm. I've been playing that a little bit. I think uh, a lot of people done that, to be fair. I've Maybe. also tried... MLB The Show, which I quite like, oddly enough. enough. It's good, but it's hard, isn't it? MLB The Show. Right, well, that's you... the benefit to game, game Pass. You can try it. If you don't like delete, you know. Oh, absolutely. Did you choose a shorter bat for rounders? <laughs> I, took, I took a cricket bat with me. <laughs> yeah, Satin Looper in the chat will, will um, agree with that statement about rounders. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> she will, yeah. Uh, I, I had a go, and it was. I enjoyed it. It was. Um, I think it's got a bit a few performance issues on the uh, cutscenes. It seems a bit choppy in the gameplay. It's fine. Just in the cutscenes, it seems a bit choppy. But apart from that, it, it was. I enjoyed it. You're talking about MLB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any choppiness in my cutscenes at all. That's fair enough. Strange. Must be. Must be just. Well, the American version, you know. The, yeah. the American version is yeah. better, most likely. We've got yeah, rounders edition. Version. That's why. Yeah. That's what <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that is. I enjoy playing it. It was hard though. Like to try and learn everything. Oh yeah, it's not very intuitive. So yeah, but if you spend if you spend enough time with it, you'll pick it up. I mean, I have. I'm still. I'm in a league with um, with Ains and those guys, and they're gonna all kick my butt, but it's gonna be fun. Fair enough. Just to point out to having this show, everyone was bragging about last week or whenever it was, oh, MLB's number one in the Xbox chart. Yeah. So I spoke to Mr. Tushi and he went digging through the pages on UK. And it's 86 in the UK charts, which we knew it would be. No one cares. Number, number one in America, but 86 in UK. <laughs> yeah, because no one, no one really, it's not a thing that... Like even even rugby out here, like like um, clowns ask me if uh, people buy the cricket game. They don't. It's, it's FIFA. Yeah. The biggest sports game is FIFA, and around the world, you know. MLB MLB as a whole isn't actually a big game in in pure numbers at all. You know. Not you really. Know. No. You know. You know. If we you, have if you World did, series, then you all never show up. So you know. I don't know what no, no, exactly. It's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? <laughs> It is, but uh, thanks for. Um, hang on, that's what we're doing. Let's have a look at the screen. Removal of sanity. How are you doing? You been up to much? Now this man here, Wrong. I have found out recently, uh -oh. is a hard. Uh -oh. is, he's hardcore. What's that Porno. game? Uh, Porno what's style. That game you play. What's that <laughs> game? Oh, I've, I've messed it up now. Roblox. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, Uno game. <laughs> Uno. Monster it's a Capcom Hunter. game. Hey, this man here is 200 plus hours in, in Monster Hunter. And wow. whenever I say he's been playing any games, he never ever says, oh, I've been playing Monster Hunter. 
you don't. <laughs> it's the irony is because I haven't been. That's the irony. It is. I. It's oh, one of those recently. games that. Yeah. No, I haven't really. It's the same thing with Elite Dangerous. I've got quite a lot of hours in that as well, and it's. It was those games that sucked me in. And I stayed with it for a hell of a long period of time. And then uh, at the launch, they were brilliant at just dropping different content every week. It was one of those things that every week there was a new challenge. There was a new bit of uh, new skins you could grind for. And it just, it was a fantastic way of, uh, it was a good way of doing a live service. It literally kept me going for months on end. You know, it's like, there's another another monster dropped. Right, let's try and grab the new skin, the new skins that we can get for it. So, yeah, it, it, it did. It definitely uh, it took a lot of my time, I must admit. But uh, yeah, no, I've been playing it hit. recently. That's what you want. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, they did know how to do. They did one of their very good. It was a very good online service. Um, I think it's it still be, getting it, some stuff it, now. Because it sells. I mean, you look at the charts. It, it still sells the actual main copies. It sells. It's always in a sales chart. You know, especially in, it, the, yeah. in the Asian regions as well. But it's popular over here as well, I believe. It's yeah, very, it you know. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it did exceptionally well, and it, it also broke a lot of grounds into new players. Um, obviously, with you know the the different other titles, we were much more. I wouldn't say they were hardcore fans. So was, uh, they were. Where this one broke a lot more grounds in terms of uh, new eyes on it. So yeah, it, it, and it's still to this day. It's still. Being, even with the DLC, it's still being uh, pumped heavily and it's still being used and it's still being played very well. Um, but yeah, no, the reason I don't mention it is because I don't play it <laughs> at the moment. Um, oh, okay. I did jump um, in with VJ um, just to get him started because I had a little bit of an experience. But even after 200 hours, I don't classify myself as someone who knows the ins out of that game. I mean, if you really want you know, uh, someone who knows their stuff, you're looking at about a thousand hours. You know they know how to really grind, really get the gems and everything, and all those attributes. <laughs> I, I, I could just give you the, the basics. <laughs> Fair enough. You been busy recently? You doing all right? <sighs> I yeah. I'm 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 on the same boat as uh, Animated Evil. It's just hell at the moment for work. So I'm working my backside off. Uh, I've got a pregnant partner. And two toddlers, and I mean that, you know, that's enough to keep you busy for a while, sort of thing. And also, um, tie a nut in it. <laughs> it wasn't my fault; she fell on me. I'm going to hey, stick with that story. I had the snip last year. Best thing ever. <laughs> Look, anything that involves me not having to play with myself for six months is or six weeks is a bad what? move. What? <laughs> One day. <laughs> you do, you do realize you're not, you're not allowed to for six weeks, apparently. Fuck off! I think I not. I think I not went out the same day. <laughs> yeah, apparently, it, yeah, yeah, it messes up. It messes up the whole system. You only you only went in to get three inches taken off, though, Toshi. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. I'm, I don't like. I don't like anything sharp going near my nether regions. It's just makes you know the hairs up back of my neck go up. I was about your pubes then. <laughs> oh, you know, when I, when I had the snip though, the one side effect I've had, which has been a nightmare, is like I have really bad itchy balls. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Just where they have the two scars on each side of the nutsack. Do you know what, what that is? Again? What are we talking about? <laughs> we are eleven minutes in. 
Mm. <laughs> and we're talking bulls. <laughs> you know Operation what, Simulator. Well, we need to here to it. talk about this. Hello and welcome to Midweek Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Where was we? Balls. Yeah. Itchy yeah. balls. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, apart from that, I've just been um I've been playing uh, I've been reviewing a game. Uh which I kick I backed to the Kickstarter called Battle Axe. So that'll be coming out oh, hopefully this week. The wife. I trust me if I said that in front of her, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd be living in the shit oh the shed, yeah, that's a point. <laughs> <laughs> the different two sheds and padlocked you in yet. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the, I, I've got the key on this one, so maybe mm. I can get away with this, you know. <laughs> Dragon Wolf, welcome to UK. <laughs> yeah. But apart from that, no, I've been uh, working my backside off and honestly uh, doing exactly the same thing as everybody else has been doing. But thank you very much for having me on again. Much appreciated. I can't remember who asked if we were in a lockdown in the UK, but the lockdown's easy and you can go to the pub. You've got to go in the beer garden. You can go into the shops again. It's it, it's, it's doing all right. It's, it's easy and it doesn't feel as much like a lockdown. I think it was Shizno that asked. We are in who one. but it, the pub it yet? Oh, I haven't no. yet, no. Has anyone been in the UK gone to the pub? Anyone See, the thing is, the UK I was actually very... Before the lockdown, I was actually a big pub goer every weekend, and um, it's not even interested me. No, no. but uh, but I know a lot of people that. It, I, but I know a lot of people. It's changed. They're not even interested in it, even with all the good weather, you know. But um, do you think? It, yeah, do you think it's are... been partly? It's the conditioning of the being inside. It's slightly conditioned a few people. Yeah, it's it's broken habits because even going to a pub was, you know, it's a, going to anything like that is a habit. It's a social habit. And those habits have all been mm. kind of busted. So. Mama Rox has well, been to they... the pub. I've seen your photos or your video. Can't remember. <laughs> I've seen something that you were down the pub. Fair play. Fair play. Mm. Had mm. a pint whilst you were freezing. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, the, the weather's getting better, so it is. It's, it's been good. Yeah. Good, good two, good two weeks of weather, you know. Yeah. Couple of the week, couple of weeks that Mama rocks, and you can be doing it in there uh, in the sunshine. Hopefully, this is the UK. Mm. We get two days of sunshine at best. Yeah, and that'll be coming in two weeks. Either that or the end of summer bank holiday, which is the time I've been there when those two days hit. No, no, uh, no, no, no. If it's a bank holiday, it's guaranteed to be either hailing, raining, or thunderstorms. <laughs> no, cerebral. This is a British tradition. No, no. One of the one of yeah. the two years I was there, one the first year I was there was bright, shiny, and sunny, which was really weird. And then the second year I came, it was the typical rainy, ugly, gray crap. So yeah, I, I've experienced both sides of Britain at that point. <laughs> Fair enough. You, obviously, you've, you've you've experienced the one blooming time sunshine that turned on Britain more like. Yeah, it, 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 it's amazing though how fast <laughs> how fast you all get a sunburn. Two days of sunshine and you guys oh, are all God. oh yeah, Tomato City man. It's like wow. <laughs> yeah, so five minutes and we're done. Yeah. That's it, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, how are you doing, Cerebral? 
You don't ask that question, but I've been playing oh. games. <laughs> yes, I forgot uh, about not that. Been, yeah. Not been a good time. Um, but let's see. So I, I loaded up uh, the the new game today, the uh, the second extinction. Been spending a lot of time in the show, which I enjoy, and I'm not a baseball That's fan. Good, good to so, hear. Uh, I finished the main question, Outriders. So now I'm I can do all the other the additional stuff, which is a pain in the butt to do solo. Um, I did fight night with uh, with Lemon and those guys and, and K Mega this last weekend. We did some Injustice Two and Killer Instinct, and I got my butt kicked. And Mortal Kombat the game. Other than that, that's about it. So yeah. Sounds good. Yep. That does. Yep. I just to say that I loaded up a Sea of Thieves in the last seven days. I would not have done that. I don't know. Somebody's hacked cool. into my account. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't got that far in the second extinction. It's all this you can't solo stuff kind of scaring me off because it means I got to make. Yeah, well, I, I just watched Boom's interview on it, and the, the, the <laughs> dev just he just said that the game is meant to be played for three players. Um, there's no plans yet or in the pipeline to bring yeah. single player out. And if you want to try it, go ahead, but. <laughs> They'd be pretty well. He just is saying that you, you would struggle. Yeah, John, you yeah. join uh, old Tushi there. He'll he'll help you out. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably get me killed. He'll probably, probably be a in the, He'll probably believe in the in the, old, in the in the old thing. You don't have to be the fastest runner. You just have to be faster than the other guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you just need more bloody bullets in that game. <laughs> I'm feel like. Hair. You can get through like about 800 bullets in about a minute in that game. It's crazy. <laughs> so, VJ, how are you? How are you, sir? Have you got um, a cup of tea with you? Uh, or yeah. a cup of vodka? Uh, no, just uh, just a tea at the moment. Vodka, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. Have you been playing many games? Um, I've kind of just, uh, since I switched on uh, Octopath Traveler since last week, I'm about. 35 hours in, and uh, that's all I seem to be playing at the moment. So uh, I guess I've got, like Mr. Tushi, I've got one eye on uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and I've also got an eye on uh, Resident Evil 8. So, uh, nice. yeah. Good to hear. Nice. Shout a few people out. Dragon Wolf, Telegonic, All Air Time, Sandy the Hippie. And thanks for stopping by earlier at 8 p.m. when we don't start till 10. That's dedication for you. <laughs> Assassin Looper, thanks for stopping by. Animated Evil, I know he's in the chat. It's very does that on purpose, so I, I mentioned him again. That Mama Rocks, who else we got? Shizno, Back from the Dead. Goat Force Gaming popped in earlier on as well. Misuku, Misuko, I mean. Sandy the Hippie said that. Judd Selling Music. Um, Muppet, thanks for stopping by. Did you all like it when I dropped the, uh, the the countdown clock? No one knew what was going on there. Because it got derailed pretty quickly. That, that's quite funny. Yeah. But um, Pixel Slapper as well. Matt Barnes. Do you like the lad? Thanks for stopping by. I just forgot. I don't think, think. That's as far as I can see it at least, anyway. That is. So, right. 
this topic was very popular. Um, in the DMs, I knew this one would be popular. So, it's a game this that's played on community game night. Very popular with a lot of the people in this in, in this group here. Forza Horizon franchise. Um, the Forza Horizon Five was always rumored to be set in Japan. It's come to light off a few insiders or that it's actually going to be more likely to be Mexico. Now, do you, do you like the concept of it being in Mexico? But do you feel that Japan would have been better? And would you like to see J- J- um, it based in Japan in the future? Mr. Tushi, what do you reckon? And, and, and as part of the DM... Have you guys got any ideas of any special modes that could be attached to Mexico? Because you, you said some quite funny ones in the DM. You know, yeah, little crazy little yeah. challenges you could do. So you can bounce um, about if you want as well. If you Google uh, Mex- Mex- uh, street racing in Mexico, it's all, it, a lot of it seems to be like um, dedicated around drag racing in like uh, old classic cars like souped up and stuff. So... It looks interesting. I don't know what what they'd be based around. If it is in Mexico, I don't know. But there seems to be a big race scene in Mexico by the look of it. So um, I don't mind where it is really, as long as it's a pretty place and a good track, good good roads. That's all I care about, really. Did you, did you just call it pretty? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Some places. I don't though. know, but I'm, I mean, is there a lot of reluctance around companies using Japan as a setting because of because of political reasons, do you think it's got anything to do with that? Because China, Japan, maybe, from, from, from what Japan. I've seen, it's Japan. <laughs> it would be a beautiful game on Forza Horizon. It would really be nice, nice as setting. Some, I mean, as like Jamie just said, there'd be no four seasons. At least it would be bloody um, sunny all the time. There'd be no snow anyway. <laughs> Indie gamer, indie. Welcome, indie gamer. Yeah, political reasons. I don't know. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there. See what sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know they ain't China. I know. <laughs> I don't I mind. Think... Go, on. Go on. No, after you, sir. Um, I do enjoy uh, the drifting in the games as well, like taking on the mountains and stuff. So it would be nice to do like a Japan with a drifting sort of themes. Uh, that's what I was hoping for, but I don't mind where it is or what it is. You know it's going to be good anyway. That's all I can say. I was going to chirp in um, with, when you think about Mexico, there's um, a lot of variation in the um, surrounding land, isn't there? It's not just... Uh, Desert racing, all sorts. Uh, yeah, and if, if you can have a little race through favelas and things like that and, you know, try and get away from... I don't know, you could do... Uh, <laughs> You could do drug deliveries through favelas if you really wanted to. Weapons deliveries, whatever you want, because yeah. they are, you know. Cartel runs, yeah, yeah. Cartel yeah. runs, yeah. Right. You go after police after you, and you got to run for the border. Yeah. Then you got to <laughs> then you got to jump the Rio Grande. Yeah, yeah. As 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 well outside of the um, the area as well. It's it's um it's close to the ocean, isn't it? Not far away. There's there's areas around it. I think it's 
if you're going to do Japan, you've only got the city and the mountains, I suppose. But you can include a lot oh, more. What? Japan's an island, dude. I know it is. You I know it is. Yeah, I know it is. You understand that? No, no, but yeah, but the rumors were the rumors were just Tokyo area, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the rumors. But still, you oh, I, would, I doubt that very much. Yeah, I oh, doubt absolutely. Yeah. That absolutely. I would. They did what they do in the UK. They would have shoved in yeah. a the, the Probably, neon yeah. t- the Tokyo aspect shoved in with some of the Kyoto mountains. You know, they would have pushed it into like a mini yeah. version um, yeah. and, and tried to get as much on there. So you know, the two seconds out of the uh, Tokyo, you're in the mountains of Japan or something. You know, yeah, or two seconds later, you're on the coast again. Exactly. It would have been. I think I think they would have taken the most beautiful places they possibly could, and then kind of, you know, shorten the distance between. <laughs> and them. Um, yeah. to, to, to me, visually, to me well, visually, Japan is the most interesting. You know, bright lights, yeah. you know, and a yeah. lot of lot of stuff. And out in the countryside, the Japan, the Japanese countryside is amazing. You know, uh, indie gamer in the chat says that maybe they're saving Japan for a fully fledged next gen Horizon Five. Maybe, yeah, or a Horizon Six. Um, because well, um, they use the, that could be right. That could be. They yeah. they use the engine off um, turn ten, don't they? So well, they, yeah. they 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 the Forza tech, yeah. So they can't really improve anything on Forza Horizon right. until turn ten release their next game with all the bells and whistles. Well, so maybe Japan, thing... maybe Japan with all that neon and stuff is for. It's highly possible that. Do you yeah. think actually? And here's the thing about it because. What they do do, what they did with England at least, is that they went around and they did photorealism scans. Do you think because of COVID, they couldn't get to these places like Japan and get these, you know, very high detailed scans? And they had kind of, I'm not going to be a little bit facetious here, but they had Mexico already kind of scanned up in the bank sort of thing. And it's like, well, actually, well, we can't do anything about it. So let's just go with something where we can do or, you know, where we can get to more of an easier access. Well, I, I would have thought by a year out, they would have had most of those photos taken. Also, even with COVID, I would think that driving around in a vehicle and snapping pictures wouldn't be, you know, that different. If you have sources already in Japan, if you know what I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't true. Know, I, don't know, I suppose I I don't know how tight Japan got with their lockdown. You know, I don't... Uh, if I remember correctly, from what I've seen, at least on the people who've lived there and the people, the kind of what YouTube people are saying, they they had it tight for about three months, but because they were pretty, you know, restrictive of who was coming in anyway, um, it it was kind of uh, it wasn't as as nowhere as bad as everywhere else, right. because they're kind of restrictive <laughs> of who could enter. Yeah. The joys of living Actually, in sorry to tell you, Telegonics got an excellent point. They could just snap pictures from Google Maps of Japan. Right. Yeah, but they're not they're not the most high fidelity sort of screenshots you're going to get, is it? If you're going to do it, you're going to no, try and go could. for your 8K but, scans. That yeah, yeah, but they recreate them. They recreate yeah, everything. Yeah, most of the reason they want the pictures is for measurements and stuff. They, they want yeah, to that's all it is. They recreate them. Yeah. They? Mm. Remember, it's still oh, just Bonk. a rumor. Yeah, this is true. It's just a rumor. Just this is a rumor. Yeah. It could be hard. Welcome, Pong we Soul. Like <laughs> by, mate. Could, could be could be set in Kent or something. You never know, do you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Texas. VJ, VJ, do you have any thoughts on this, sir? Um, 
I guess the first question is, has anyone ever physically been to Mexico? I mean, I don't live that far from there, but uh, when I first I've heard about been, no. I haven't. Um, I'd put money on it that you had. Um, I can't. It's a war country, by the way, might I add. They love it over there. Um, but when I, when I heard about the rumour, I, I can't deny that driving around uh, in Mexico City, uh, given its architecture and its neighbouring regions, would be... I guess really interesting, right, as a setting for Forza. At the same time, I can't deny, uh, especially Mr. Tushi knows that every time we speak, we end up talking about um, Forza. I would have preferred, I reckon, exploring the cities um, and districts of Japan. And I think, you know, they've kind of been mentioned, you know, Osaka, Tokyo, and Kyoto being the main cities and the districts like Shinjuku, Shinagawa, and Akihabara. Uh, and you guys must have heard of Akihabara, right? The latter district that I mentioned. Many of us all sort of recognize it from imagery and sort of photos shared on uh, gaming websites and magazines over the decades. It's it's pretty much up until now, I guess, uh, but for at least for a couple of decades while I was visiting, it was the sort of the heart or the center of Japan where sort of a lot of uh, the locals, well, most of the locals, I would guess, uh, the main sort of um, hardcore gamers. And, and I would say a lot of foreigners, um, they would go there to enjoy sort of... Uh, all the arcades, whether it was Capcom, mm-hmm. Konami, Sega, all in one location, and you know, and on their way home or whatever, you know, you you couldn't walk by right with every other shop not being a, some sort of console <laughs> gaming store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lagos um, uh, Softmap comes to mind. Uh, they they were fantastic chain stores. Uh, big camera as well. Uh, I, I just I just couldn't walk past them without going in, and um, but. I guess if you want to dismiss Japan as a setting, then you've never really seen or come across the popularity of uh, Tokyo Highway Battle, which was a really, really uh, popular in Asia, especially for PlayStation. And again... Dreamcast as well, sorry. Huh? In UK, it was Tokyo Highway Challenge. Right, yeah. So I don't know how popular it was in the UK. Um, um, It wasn't popular. Yeah, but in Asia, it, it really well, it really, really was. So, and again, like I was kind of talking about the MLB stuff last week with Boom, and again, the game being set in Japan would, I guess, the question is, would it tactically and strategically play into Phil's plan, uh, plan of attack, I, I should say? I was, I, I was just about to mention that it would feed directly into what they've been trying to do. Yeah, I just stole your notes, Paul. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, all, 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 uh, all props to, to Paul on this one, but because um, he was uh, shaping me up for the show beforehand, that's why he was late. Um, well, both late. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I feel plan on attacking or, or gaining or garnering interest, goodwill, and awareness in Asia for the Xbox uh, uh, brand, I should say first and foremost. And again, you know, I, I've made my sort of self really clear, and I've broken it down. I think that the baseball. Uh, game was a, was a cheap pickup for Xbox, uh, economically speaking. But it's again Japan's national sport. You know, ahead of football and sumo wrestling, I think it's second in uh, Korea. And again, it's the it's the it's the number one national sport in Taiwan as well. And and those three are prominent wow. countries, right? In terms of of where uh, Xbox and Game Pass, you know, want to take take root. So and. As again, as I say, I always talk to Mr. Tushi in regards to when and how Forza 5 should arrive on Xbox Series X, and he knows my thoughts, right, and in regards to how and why. And for me, I really want it to appear on a true next-gen uh, game engine specifically, you know, take the take the current, you know, Forza 4 engine and then fine-tune it and tailor it to for whatever can be conceivably achieved on, on, the, on the Series X, you know, take full advantage of the hardware. 
otherwise as i said I, I don't know when we'll see that next gen version of the game i mean and, and I, I think i don't know what game it was mr tush i think it was resident evil 8 we were talking about that's taken like nearly four and a half years to release since its its predecessor and that shows you what time and resource can allow for right and i was I played Resident Evil 7 just uh, about a week and a half ago, and I was looking through the credits, and it was actually a really small team. I was so surprised. Uh, and it's gone on to, what, sell 8 million units, right? And, mm -hmm. and RE7 pales in... Wow. Yeah, it, it is. It's not a, The credits didn't roll for that long. I thought I'd missed it, or I had, my mind had 8 gone million? Big. That's a really good figure, that. that really, yeah. That's and, 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 and sorry, just on, on Resident Evil 7, if you, if you see what it looks like now in terms of its visual excellence and splendor compared to say, you know, Resident Evil 8, th there's no comparison for, for me. I can't speak to in regards to the actual game uh, in terms of Resident Evil 8, because I haven't experienced it for myself as yet, but I want that kind of uh, leap for Forza 5. But, and uh, and again, as I said, I went through with Mr. Tushi on, on all the enhancements and embellishments I would like to see in, in the Series X version of Forza. And, they, you know, there's nothing major, but I think that all, if you add them all up, that may make a massive difference to the game. And, and just on a final note, um, I, I, I think it was it 2018, uh, Mr. Tushi, when the last Forza came out. So it's three years. Yes, Forza, yeah. really? Forza, oh, Forza no. Horizon Four was 2018. Forza Motorsport Seven was 2017. So, so that reason. So I, I think. Just taking Resident Evil as an example, I'm not saying that's in a direct comparison. All I'm saying is that if you give them the time, and we've already discussed on this channel so many times that we know how long it takes game development. It's time-consuming, and sort of given the reincar reincarnated, I suppose, scope and quality of what the Fable trailer portrayed, uh, given it's, you know, who knows when it's coming out. I'd like the team, I think it's Playground Games, right, to concentrate uh, all their resources on Fable, uh, otherwise, who knows when we'll see it, you know, because uh, and we've and I know a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, two game studios, but successful two game studios are really few and far between. You can count them on one hand over the last 10 years. But again, you know, with time, money and resource, most issues, most issues are surmountable, but creativity and spark is not. And for me, you know, someone mentioned what was that studio you mentioned, Animated Evil, that um, t was it Turn 10? Um, yeah, so so perhaps I don't know. I, I I actually thought, and then someone can correct me here. I thought that Forza Motorsport was announced for this year. So would they release both this year? And perhaps maybe the Forza Five duties have either been given back to them or to another studio with PG, PGG overseeing it. But either way, uh, my guess is as as good as anyone's. So those are my points. So they release it. What so it's Motorsport one year, and then it's the other one the other year, isn't it? It's not. At the same time, yeah, I thought well, they alternated it. I thought they alternated it. It, it has yeah. been, it has been, but that's taken a break for a couple of years now, hasn't it? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So when when was the last motorsport released? Uh, Apparently, it was released for the X. Yeah, that um, yeah, all their times as it was released for the Xbox One X. Right. To not great reception, I might add. Yeah. So it I mean, it wasn't that good? Yeah, I, I guess I'm just trying to get a timeline as to how many years has it been since Turn Ten's put out a game. Mm, 2016 Three. is it? Four. 2017. Right, well, that's four, four or five four years. Four years. Yeah, yeah. So, so you would. So look, I'm not saying I'm not trying. I'm trying to obviously not trying to be biased here, but obviously imagine that I, I don't know what they're working on. I'm assuming it's Forza Motorsport Eight or Nine or whatever the uh, the number is right now of the entry, but. 
imagine that time afforded to PGG in terms of turning fours or five around. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So and, and would you and I guess as fans of the game, would you rather that time allotted to PGG playground games or would you prefer it to be allotted to turn ten? Again, that's another question for everybody. Hmm. Two sheet. Yeah. I'm gonna make you chocolate. It should it should stay with <laughs> in my opinion, it should stay with playground games because they've done a, an awesome job with it, uh with yeah. the open world setting and things like that. Um yeah. turn ten are only a small studio anyway. Um yeah. About a hundred staff, I think, something like that, round about that mark. I, I would say that, given the size of the studio, whether it's fifty, forty, a hundred, I think that the nucleus of the team is really critical. And then, if you want to make the game with that, and then supplement it with outsourcing, that number can be anything, right, during the main production uh, or the main course of of the development of the game. So, I, I think that the size of the studio wouldn't really have a bearing right depending on what the scope or, or the ambition is for, for, for the project i have a question for yeah. paul uh yeah. from Wil from Wilmy hood's comment and the thing what are pop rocks are they cocoa pops or something wait say that again <laughs> Wilmy hood's comment in the in the chat if i from eating uh, pop rocks are they cocoa pops or something pop rocks what? yeah pop, pop rocks come on Chishi. that's like it was like fizzy candy yeah, ah. it's, uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. I think, yeah, they, you guys call it... You, you we know, popping candy. Like, popping candy. Yeah, popping yeah, candy, yeah. Oh, popping yeah. candy. Yeah, it, uh, that's the stuff that if you want to terrify your cat, you sprinkle some of that in the litter box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an interesting story about that stuff, but I'm not going to say here. The, the, old, the old wives' tale was if you drank soda and ate Pop Rocks, it would kill you because they would they would expand and explode in your stomach. So, yeah. <laughs> Now they've moved to on to it work that way. Yeah. Coca-Cola and Mythos. Mentos, yeah, Mentos. Mentos, yeah. Drop a, <laughs> drop a <laughs> different Mentos <laughs> in your soda. Yeah. Will me hood. Will me hood's here. Thanks for stopping hey, by. So, like, VJ was not all about that question, but his question, though, I mean, I'm not big into races, but out of the two, is Forza Horizon the big popular one and motorsport isn't? Is that is that true? Is that correct? Uh, this my yeah. pre that's my preference personally. Yeah. Do you think they could one day crush one and just keep Horizon going? Or if it put it this way, if it's on Game Pass, I'll play Motorsport. But if it's <laughs> so uh, you, Horizon so is one I would actually pay for. Uh, I think because... animated feels that you need both of them. Is that right? Yeah. The the, yeah. the two yeah. the two different beasts because one's a complete oh, simulation yeah. Um, yeah. with so many different options and stuff where. Um, Horizon's taken the simulation formula and made it a touch of arcade open world, that yep. kind of thing. I think it caters to two different audiences. Well, okay, it doesn't. Enough, it doesn't. I, just, I just, I don't understand. GTA it, versus Rally. That's why. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fair yeah. One, but, one of the reasons I like Horizon though is because they get the add-ons like the Hot Wheels, the Legos, yep. which are all very fun. I mean, the Lego one itself was a game within itself. That was worth more than the fifteen bucks I spent for it. <laughs> that was, you know, that could have I, almost that was the size of almost a full game by itself. I like the Fortune Island one. I love the roads on that one. Yeah, it's a good drift course at the top of the hill, the winner, top of the mountain, and you go up the hill. Mm. So, that was my favourite overall. I really like the Hot Wheels. Yeah, the Hot Wheels yeah. were a lot of fun. 
Uh, I don't have, but that was for Horizon 3, right? Which I don't have. Yeah. I completely missed that, you know. Yeah. That'll probably come yeah. to gold. Don't you worry, mm-hmm. Cerebral. It, well, I hope it does. I mean, I would love Horizon 3 so I can get the Hot Wheels out on. Because, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I only played it, like, 2019, I think. When, yeah. I, when I tried Forza Horizon 3. <laughs> really late to it. I'm actually surprised 3 hasn't hit Game Pass yet. Um, yeah. I think you seem to do with the license. I think that's why they gave it away, didn't they, at one point? Like, right at the they end. They gave it away uh, on gold and then yeah. made all the DLC to, uh, £2.50 because I, right. I own it all. Yeah, because um, they... Uh, it, it's cause mu- the it's music... It's basically down to the music licensing, I believe. Right. They didn't want to renew it. So if they keep it on, they have to keep renewing the licenses. So they just gave it away ridiculous. free to everyone. Yeah. So, but they will take the servers down eventually. But yeah, that's. But they're not allowed to sell it no more. Well, well yeah, they could. Like you said, because of the way licensing works, they could give it away. Hey, we're not making any money on this. Up yours. You know. Well, that's what they did. Yeah. They did <laughs> everyone on gold, yeah. they just gave it away. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how I missed that. I don't know how I missed that because I, I should have jumped on that. Yeah, probably yeah I don't know how you missed that. I'll be honest, I don't know how because everyone well, no, was talking about there, it. There, there have no. been times and there have been times in my life where what was on gold or what was going on gaming was the, the last thing on my mind. You know? Oh, no, I understand that. I do. Yeah. And yeah. Looper says a new Hot Wheels game is being released in July. Yeah, there, there's yeah, been talk of that too. Yeah. A lot of people are getting confused thinking it's Hot Wheels for the uh, for Forza. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, then, that's the it's actually that's yeah. just, it's a Hot Wheels that's a separate game, which is good. I I looked at what it looks like yet or anything. I'll have to have a look. You later. just press the pre-order button, didn't you? Be yeah. honest. No, I'm not buying any games. I told no. you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I still we'll not see. bought nothing. Unless it's on PC. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm not buying anything for Xbox. That's what I said. Oh, oh right. DC so you can buy it off Steam. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah, game store, you know. Yeah, my hard drives are full. <laughs> That's all right. A two terabyte so, extension card will be coming soon. Hopefully. Shall we move on to the next topic? I, I just wanted yeah. to say, um, Stubson, yeah, um, there was a. Yeah. There's a chap in the um, in the in the chat that a chap in the chat, uh, the likely ad, and um, so he says he used his Microsoft points for the first time today and bagged um, a pre-order for Resident Evil Village for for nice. and uh, he yeah. says that Microsoft rewards is incredible and uh, I've got to agree with him times ten. So yeah. what what points you got now? Uh, I'm sorry. How many points you got now? Um, I've got the the number of points that I've accumulated in five months, and that's without including points for any purchases that I've made. I've managed to accumulate enough points uh, to secure more than nine months of Game Pass. So, I mean, it's, it's 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 incredible. It's an incredible offer if you've got the time and patience to put the effort in, right, to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not for everybody because, obviously, you know, if like you, Mr. Tushi, driving up and down the country all day, um, you don't need it. But because I've got a little bit of time on my hands... Um, and if you're willing to, like you said, it's based on the video that you made me, I think it was September, October last year on how to do it. And, uh, so I just did it as a, as a social experiment and, um, yeah, it's, it's an exceptional offer. And, uh, it pays often. 
Yeah, it, do, it, it does. does. And, um, it's only a few minutes a day and an achievement a day. And so I just wanted to bring that point up that the, that the, um, the likely lad made um, for us uh, for us peasants like me, um, but not for you rich guys, on, uh, which, uh, which is obviously I can equate to the rest of the panel, So especially hey. Paul. So, um, hey. <laughs> no, ex excellent, excellent point, you like it, lad. It really is a good deal. I mean, I thought I got banned from Microsoft Rewards again uh, a week ago, <laughs> uh, but I didn't get banned. It was an error, and I have been banned before. I got unbanned. I, I apologise to Microsoft. I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing, but they gave me my account back. I was funneling funneling points from various different. Um, accounts and unfortunately, I have two you're accounts like, you're and the same of, name. You're, so, you're like, like he's doing an OnlyFans, he just doesn't want to mention it. <laughs> oh, it's and, like, um, Stubbs, Stubbs and is, um, you know, sort of uh, admitting here on the show there's some sort of like um, crime lord or so. No, yeah. no. <laughs> well, I actually emailed them back and they, they reinstated my account, and it was just, yeah. I didn't do anything wrong, they said. But I said I was on an 80, 80, 80 or 85 day streak. Your errors messed my streak up. Could you please reinstate it? And they did. I was shocked. They put me back where I was. Nice. But it just proves you if they mess up your streak and you can prove that it was an error on that, kept saying error, error, please contact support. They have the powers to put your streak back. If yep. you'd be very nice to them. Yeah, VJ. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ah, thank God. I, I never remember to keep the streaks, but I do use the points. A lot of the stuff I've got recently is because of points. You know, it's because mm -hmm. I do the stuff. Oh, a Dreamcast daily. game there. I, nice I do the stuff Dreamcast almost daily. Take your highway challenge. That's what videos are. We, will, we, we wow. will do that retro special soon. We'll have to do it. I keep saying I'm going to do it, but we need to do it soon. The retro special, we do. Welcome, Lady AF. The thing about this, it was ahead of its time, I think. It was really good because you had like an open world, like high, basically, of motorways. And you basically just flash your headlights of other cars. You can race them down the down the roads and stuff. Yep. And it's like you have, heavily modify your cars as well. Mm. For me, it's a driver. A lot of these consoles, old retro consoles, are quite good. It's like the Dreamcast. You can get a Dreamcast in. Obviously, they're not selling Dreamcast anymore, anymore, obviously. But you can buy mods. You put the mod in it, and every yeah. single Dreamcast I've ever made is in it. I, I've got one from a Mega Drive. And on this cartridge, I have every Mega Drive game and every Master System game. English versions, Japanese versions, all of them. You know. Emulation. But well, an interesting fact that they do actually Dreamcast. You, they... People are making new games for Dreamcast and actually releasing it on the Dreamcast. And Mega Drive. Can I? Can yeah, I just, so people do. Could I just ask, how much is uh, Resident Evil 8 in the UK, like full price in pounds? Um, it depends if you're on the store or if you're actually going to purchase I, it elsewhere. I'm going <laughs> to guess. Because if it's on the store, looking, you're going to be a little bit more. I'm going to guess on the store, it's, it'll be about 60 quid. I'm going to guess. That'd be a guess. That would be. I'd like I'd love to Dreamcast, yes. My first ever online multiplayer experience was on the Dreamcast, playing Quake, uh, Tennis, what else? Unreal Tournament, or was it, it might be the same game, but I do remember playing on the old 56K modem, because everyone credits Xbox for being the first online. It wasn't, it was a bloody Dreamcast. Everyone forgets that. Hmm. 
And indie gamers guess is fifty four ninety nine. Yeah, it's fifty four ninety nine. Interesting. That's because he's too busy looking at his at Game Pass. They looked it up. I reckon they've looked it up. <laughs> it's it's fifty four ninety nine for Resident Evil Village, and the deluxe edition is sixty four. But Lighty Labs already purchased it, so he knows. It's interesting because over here I was telling Stubbs that in uh, because there's if you buy online here, especially in California, uh, Paul it's May, interesting. You know, it's so listen to this. this. Yeah, there's no sales tax if you buy online here, and it works out to about forty two quid here uh, for the game full price. Yeah. But that's and that's before the six thousand points or, or the fiver that you earn, um, you know, for purchasing it a bit within the next twenty odd days. So, but you right, can actually so. also um, buy it by changing your geographical region. Right. Yes, you can. It's very yeah, you can. You didn't hear that from me, chat. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, you can. In fact, those points is one of the reasons I buy more stuff from the Microsoft Store because it's mm. basically. Um, yeah, you know, it's recycling my money basically. It's giving yep. me access to, you know, okay, cool. I, you know, I, I bought my my Series X came through the store, which meant I got a crap load of points for playing that thing. You know, it's like, you know, and how much points do I always you get? get? I mean, I'll be nasty. Me, I always, I, don't, I never, never understand it. Right, seventy dollars sounds a lot, but if you're in Britain and that was seventy seventy dollars. It ain't, our money it only works out to 50 quid. And I can't yeah. work out why that's expensive in America. I just, so obviously you lot... No, it's not, to, it's, it's not 50 uh, quid. It's about 60, if I remember correctly. Because, yeah, yeah, it's about 60, 60 quid. Yeah. Last I knew... Well, when you type in $70, it converts to 50 quid. In our money. I think, it, I think it's 60 so from it, that, correct, So that means that the Americans are used to paying... If they were used to paying sixty dollars, that means in reality, if it was our money, they're used to paying forty quid per game. Mm-hmm. Forty-two. So the games are raging. Yeah. Well, but obviously, Australia, well, they're paying like hundred well, dollars. Yeah, but they're they dollars. they dollars. This is if you work their dollars out, their dollars ain't worth as much as American dollars either. No, but it's still bloody hell of a lot. But obviously, when it converts to the UK with a lot of games, seventy dollars just goes straight to seventy quid. So there's no conversion at all. I just meant that they're basically paying far less than we are. Big, you know. Yeah, but you do have um, 20% VAT, right, included. And we also have, you have greedy really retail and margins. Yeah. Yep. You don't have them in America, do you? You don't have um, VAT. No, we have greedy uh, retailers, such as GameStop. And I'm like Mr. Tucci, I, I'd prefer to give, and, and like Paul, I'd prefer to give the Microsoft Game Store yep. uh, a few extra dollars than give it to GameStop or Game in the UK. Uh, everyone's confirming I was right, actually. Yep. It was a few pence over 50 quid. That makes sense. Honestly... So right now, as, <laughs> as of right now, the exchange rate is for, for, for one pound sterling is $1.39 for us. Hmm. So. The pound is strong. We've had Brexit. We've had everything. We're still strong. <laughs> Everyone said the pound was going to be worthless. They were liars. You know, anyway. But do you guys want to move on to the next topic? Yeah. So, some PlayStation news. Yes, we, we do talk about play anything that's relevant. We do. Um. But this one was a bit of a surprise. PlayStation is going to be developing a new multiplayer title with Fire Firewalk Studios, which is very surprising because 
they haven't had an exclusive multiplayer game in in many years. Um, and obviously there, w- there was a blog post about this, but it goes on for quite a while talking. And it doesn't actually say what game they're going to be making, just they're going to be working on a next gen experience. So I presume <laughs> I presume that to mean it would be a it would be a PS five only game. Obviously mm-hmm. we're talking if they're announcing it now, I don't know how long they've been working on the game for. It we're talking a few years down the line. Um but also well Jim Ryan has been saying that they are investing heavily into getting as many <coughs> PlayStation exclusive games onto the PS5 uh, via partnerships and exclusives, and I think it's all good news in general. Would you? Would you agree? Um, cerebral Paul first. Oh sure, throw agree? it at me again. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> I, you know, um, yes. I mean, it depends on how they handle it, but my, my, you know how I feel about exclusives. I've said it before. I don't think they, you know exclusive sell consoles i don't to me it doesn't you know that was true in 2006 2013 i don't think it's as true anymore and and also when jim ryan says exclusive just like at the thing before they released the series the not the series the uh, playstation 5 do they mean a real exclusive or do they mean six months exclusive is it a timed exclusive because i agree i agree the old all the buggers are at it it's like it's like yeah. this resident evil business which i didn't want to i don't want to bring up on the show but right. there was loads of fuss last week mate and yeah it's bad but i looked into it i talked to vj about it and it's something that xbox and nintendo both do because from what i understand when you put a game day and day exclusive into game pass they will put stuff in contracts that says this cannot go on another platform's subscription service or maybe platform. It's just standard business. It's not good. It, no, it's it, anti-consumer. It, it, it's, it's, it's the it's the it equi- it's, well, it's the equi- it, to me it's the equivalent of a no compete clause. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just business. It's, I, everyone's getting right. upset about it, but no. Xbox shocked me. I was more surprised that people were surprised this stuff goes. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that people didn't realize this stuff went on. It happens every day of the week. Yep. Has done for the probably the past thirty years. Yeah. Stuff like my, this. My whole thing you know? is, but the thing is, if it's a timed exclusive mm-hmm. and it's going to be on Xbox in six months or on PC in six months, I may wait till it comes out on PC because you know, yep. why am I going to jump on buy a console that I'm going to want to play one game for? We win in six yeah, months to I nine agree. months. I can get it for my PC anyway, and maybe on Game Pass. And, so, you know. and sometimes, <laughs> Paul, you you wait for these games, and sometimes on the rival platform, it comes bundled in with all the DLC yeah. as well. Uh, so you save yep. sometimes, you do. Yep. Yep. Biggest my- example is Rise of the Tomb Raider, and the PlayStation people had all the DLC bundled in for the same price when it eventually oh. came out. Uh, and one of the last video cards I bought for PC many, many years ago came with uh, Tomb Raider to show off the video card. It was packaged with the video card in the box. Sweet. Nice. You know? Nice. So, I mean, bundle deals are cool, especially when you're looking around Christmas. That's when all those bundles are made. So that's when you, you know, Black Friday and Christmas, baby. That's when, you know, if you can hold off, wait till you see what happens then, you know, at Mm -hmm. least for me, you know. (laughs) I wish I got a game with mine. I've got um, a month's worth of Game Pass with mine. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that either. 
Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and six months to GeForce plus. Now. Yeah. And uh, six months to GeForce Now as well, which I've not used yet. So, but have, you, have, have you actually a good, good point? You, you've, you've, got, you've got a PC now, too. Have you took up the, the dollar deal on PS Now for PC? There was a dollar deal on that. A quick I've, already deal. Got, I've, I've already got PS Now. It runs out in July, I think. Oh, try it on PC. Yeah. See if it works. Yeah, I was going to say, have you tried anything on PC? Um, I've not tried it on the PC yet because I tried one game and it wouldn't load up. It kept coming with an error code. But um, that should I, work I, on your I, computer, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, pl- I played a few games on my old PC on PS Now, and that that worked. It was fine. But it was a bit sluggish, bit sluggish, and uh, not res- not as responsive. If you know what I mean. But I haven't tried it yet. I've also been um, been accepted for the uh, iOS and PC X Cloud. Oh, I, I but, wish I would get the invite for that. <laughs> uh, checky, checky, junk mail. My randomly had one uh, Xbox uh, email in the junk mail for some reason. Okay, I should, yeah, I'll have to do that. Yeah, I shouldn't be there, but you never know. I've just received it as a um, a chat from Microsoft on my Xbox as well. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, so I had email. We love you. I I received the invitation about a week ago over email, and I've had a a message of Xbox today reminding me that I can jump in on my Xbox. So just go to xbox.com and I can play. I've not tried it yet. But what's good about it is, say, for example, when the uh, server blades get changed, um, because they're getting changed to the Series X soon, um, just imagine if you got like a fifteen-year-old PC or something. You could play. Um, you can stream uh, like Flight Simulator or something like that. Or yeah. Well, try tablets. They are changed mm. the server blades, but I wouldn't say it's anytime soon. They're struggling to get they're parts changed. To, to make to make consoles, let alone change server blades. You know, I know, but they are in the process of. I think they've already done some. I think like they're not obviously on, yeah. but they're starting to. I believe. There you go. Yeah. That, that's the reason you can't get a Series X. <laughs> they're all in the, they're all in the server X. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Phil bought them all. Well, when they talk about uh, you know component shortages and stuff, they never clarify what's what what the shortages are. But they're no, they won't. That was uh, me being transparent. You know what it is? It's, 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 <laughs> H, it's, a, it's a lack of HDMI stickers. That's what really is holding the Xbox back. It's the lack of HDMI stickers. They can't print them. That's like, God damn it. Well, that's it. No one else is getting yeah, one. That's right. Yeah. I, I think I kept that sticker on for about two years, you know, on the Xbox One. Yeah, I was team sticker. <laughs> I, I know they're hoping mine's in the next... still on mine. I, hope, I know they're hoping in the next two months that things become more readily available. I know that well, sewage, like uh, VJ was telling me, sewage canals has a, has a big impact on the consoles. Oh, it did. Actually oh, getting absolutely. from Asia. Yeah. Massive. Even when I go down the shops to Wilco's, there's a lot of stuff on the, on the shelves. And I said, yeah. you, get any, you got any more in the back? And I'm like, no, a lot of stuff we can't get. And apparently it's to do with sewage canal. It's affected everything. Before they were saying Brexit, now they're saying, oh, it's sewage canal, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, any time a canal has a problem, I mean, it screws things up because they either can wait for the problem to be fixed or they can try to go around the long way. And, you know, the long way? Six weeks it takes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. You know. 
anyway, let's so, get on with the quote. I, yeah. I, I was going to go straight back to that uh, that little topic there about um, Firewalk Studios. Yeah. Um, just because I'm <coughs> inquisitive and I've, I have actually looked it up and I've got it in front of me now. I've had this saved. Um, it's a pretty new studio under somebody called Probably Monsters Incorporated. Um, but it's worth noting that somebody called, it's been led by somebody called Tony Hsu. Um, he was a, he's the studio head and he's previously the GM of Destiny at Activision. Really? There's also someone, the game director's Ryan Ellis, who was a uh, creative director of Bungie. And there's also someone who, who is, uh, who was executive producer at Harmonix, Irrational, and Bungie. So that's that's the kind of, and it's going to be obviously a new multiplayer IP. Very interesting. Yes. Will it be a live service yeah. multiplayer IP? Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of devs. That, there's a it's it goes on to say um, I'm on some finance page um, that it, a lot of the team are um, from the Destiny franchise, as well as um, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, Mass Effect, and Halo. I heard the um, I heard the name Destiny and Activision there, and I got worried. <laughs> you immediately <laughs> fell asleep, yeah. <laughs> Not your things, them other other stubs. Well, no, Activision. I love Destiny, but Activision bloody ruined the game. You know, <laughs> Destiny <laughs> Two anyway. Yeah, yeah, but these, these are people yeah. that worked on the games rather than the top of the. the the creme de la yeah, creme at the uh, top who make the decisions. Enough. These are the people that worked on the games themselves, and you can't take away from these people that they're all really good games. Whether the sh- the owners of the franchise ruined them or not, they're all top tier. Oh, they are. I want. It's it's. Do we think shooter? It's the only thing they haven't got. Do Do we think? I don't know what to say. Really, um, I think that I think that Sony know that they can't rely on single-player games entirely. I mean, all the news we perceive today as, as news, um, sorry, I guess all the media news that we see today and all the issues that we that we think that are plaguing certain companies. So Sony, Xbox, and Nintendo, they're aware of all these things, I think, years ahead. <laughs> you know, and I guess the issue or question is, when does management act? And I think... Um, this this issue uh, surrounding you know a multiplayer game or a first person multiplayer game for yeah. for Sony is not something that hasn't been sort of mentioned before, and I've got a lot of respect for Herman Holst, and uh, I feel Matt Booty his opposite number is past his sell by date, and and you can't hold a ha- candle to Herman, and I've I've said it before, and I'm not a fan of Daryl Gallagher either. Um, and um, and fans have him make made out to be some sort of uh, creative genius, but. He's a studio management communication VP of sorts, and I think he'd be better served uh, as a replacement for Matt Booty. Um, I, I'm personally not excited about multiplayer games. I don't really play them as much unless I'm on Community Gaming Night, which is here and there, and I know even less about Firewalk Studios. And again, what I will say is that Sony understand their customer base and audience and how it's transforming currently and over the next few years, just as Nintendo understand theirs. And I think... They've both probably got an eye. I would say that they've got both probably sparing both eyes in terms of what Xbox are planning to offer uh, over the next two, three, four, five, and six years, right? And again, 
it's it's always going to be about who's your audience what are you communicating to them what are you offering them in order to stay in your ecosystem we know the vast majority of it is in terms of ip and um, content driven um, to engage you know your current audience and and a larger one right especially since this console generation has only just begun and um and and i think that looking at all three companies i know nintendo have been quite quiet but you know that whatever's gone before in terms of the ps4 and xbox one that's that's an old story now it's whatever going forward is just it's going to be that consistency in which team can keep it up and no pun intended mr tushi um in terms of increased quantity and quality uh, over over the next sort of several years and i and I've, i mean there is a lot of games coming out um, from Sony in the next four, four or five months that we know of. And obviously we know that some of them are probably going to get pushed back to 2022. And I think that will depend uh, um, depend on what Xbox are doing this year in terms of what they release. So, but as I said, I, I, I wouldn't be really that surprised, right, um, in terms of, um, as I said, games being delayed and these sorts of announcements coming out to keep the interest going. And uh, I know there's a sh- is there a Sony showcase tomorrow of some sort for for a ratchet. Yes. And, and so, yes. so, but other than that, let's be honest, it's been, it's been really really quiet. So maybe everyone's keeping their powder dry uh, for June or, or around the E3 time when I think it was um, Paul that said you know when when supplies will be um, more readily available, right? So market your content um, at the time when you've got cont- hardware units to shift. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be interesting, but these games all seem to be really far out. And in the meantime, I think I'll just stick to playing, um, the delightful Octopath Traveler in Game Pass. I, I will say to your comment, like, uh, Sony knows its customers and blah, blah, blah. And listen, yeah. Yeah. uh, they are slow to change. We, we all know that Sony is yep. slow to change. Uh-huh. Okay. They, they, think- they, they absolutely will not change their game until they absolutely have to. No. And I, uh, and I think I made that really clear in my second sentence. I said, the I'm issue sorry, when, I, I might've missed that. Cause yeah. I, I, I said the issue is, or the question is when does management act, even if right. you're aware of the situation, but that's always right. been, the, I think that's been the issue for Microsoft. Yeah. I think that's been the issue for, you can lay, you can label that accusation at any one of them, but remember, well, these aren't little speedboats um, right. or they, they all do it at different rates, though, and I think slowest, yeah. Sony, to me, has always been, seems to be the slowest to make that adjustment. You know? Yeah, they, and... They've depended on their single-player library yeah. for a very long time. And and that was my opening comment. Yes, yeah, Sony, yeah. no, they can't rely on single-player games entirely, so... yeah. You know, and, and Microsoft started to make that switch years ago, and why, why mm-hmm. Sony hadn't done so, you know, I don't know. You know, I, maybe they just thought it would never change. That's what I guess to me. That's what I don't get about the uh, the mindset. I don't know if that's a uh, if that's a uh, if that's a Japanese business mindset. I, 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 or I think that's. You know. I would say there's two things. These aren't bumper cars or speedboats that can easily be turned course. These are these are massive oil tankers that require years of planning. And, uh, you, you you know, it's it's hard. And it, it, look, you know game development, right? Games right. can take two, three, four, five, six years. It's really difficult. Right. And obviously, and when you're on a trajectory or riding the wave of success, it's, it's even harder. And I, and I kind of said it on Boom's channel the other day. I said, look, I think Microsoft are in a position where... If you take the video gaming industry as a pyramid and, and Sony are at the top, I think Microsoft are trying to double the size of the industry and size of that pyramid, and they'll be at the top. And if I'm being arrogant in any sort of way, I would I would put Sony and Nintendo in second and third place, but in a in a but having 
a bigger business because the pyramid or the pie is getting ever so ever right. so enlarged by by Microsoft. So again, I, I think uh, I made the point last week on Booms. I said they, these guys won't change until they absolutely need to, but they'll have plans in order to respond to changing commercial needs right going forward. But again. It's it's not like movies. It's not like right. you know the wrap up production in six months and it's a year of right. you know of, uh, of post production work. It's 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 really really difficult. But again, you know when when you are on a wave wave of success, it, again it, the, the trial and tribulation becomes: Do we change? When do we change? How do we change? Do we need to change? And those right. questions just keep beating you up on a constant daily basis. But you've got to stay on the trajectory or the forecast that you've given right as a company. So as I said, it, it's not easy. I don't have the answers, but I. Right. I I totally respect and I and I respect, and I yeah. agree with what you're saying as well. I and the other thing is, for some reason, I've never put. I I see Sony and Microsoft, and then I see Nintendo off doing their own little thing. For some, I've never, and maybe it's just the way I, I don't think of them in the same boat as I do. Yes, they do video games, but they're 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 not big into the console. They they attract a totally different audience to me. But you know, they they're they're in their own little game, and they're in the top of that game. Neither one of these two companies is gonna is gonna do what Nintendo can do. Oh, I agree. Because in the end, uh, Nintendo yeah. Switch sales will dwarf PS4, yeah. PS5, Xbox One, and mm-hmm. Xbox Series X and S combined. In the end, yeah. they will. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a whole different animal over there. Different games, different mindset, different, you know, different yep. target audience. You know. Yep. And 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 I tell you, even though Nintendo's been around for decades, yeah, it just reminds me of um, I don't know if you remember, um, it was halfway through the, uh, the the Wii U generation when every single professional analyst that was being paid big bucks were telling Nintendo, you need to change your business model, you need to become like Sega, you need to publish your IPs on uh, other hardware systems, and you need to stop making hardware, and you need to release your content uh, or IP on mobile devices. And uh, it just goes to show you that professionally paid people, how much they really do know, because what one thing that they lack and why these three companies are successful more so than others at this present moment in time is because they have spark, they have a vision, and they have an outlook. And they know what they're doing, right? So, so regardless of how much we sort of mock them or insult them or don't like them or do like them or, or we adopt their business practices or we kind of like look at them and say, hang on a minute, there's a question mark here. What the hell's going on? You've got to give them a merit and respect for what they have achieved and what they continue to achieve. And more so than anyone, I, I would say Nintendo. Right? Yeah. But that's just in my, my opinion. Well, because they've, they've stuck pretty much with the handheld market. Well, that went against it. What every major analyst analyst yeah. on Wall Street said, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, turning the tide in the face of adversity is an incredibly difficult thing to do. Whether you're a big, huge, multi-billion-dollar conglomerate or you're just Joe, you know, walking or whatever down down the street, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing. There's really nothing in between anymore, especially with Microsoft buying everybody up. <laughs> Stubbs, this can't be the VJ and Paul show, yeah? You're going to have to step in. <laughs> I'm enjoying the conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> or he's in the bathroom, one or the other. He could be doing both. No. I, I mean, <laughs> but no, you've all got excellent points. It's really good to hear them. It is. And, um, so, um, removable, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I'm listening into the conversation, you know. Why interrupt good content? <laughs> exactly. You're too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not used to it. That's the problem. 
Exactly. Is it starting to worry people? Is that what it is? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you're really there. <laughs> no, no. Trouble is, I agree. I agree. You know, Sony. The way I see it at the moment, and again, it's one of these things: is um, why change? Again, it's again it's a bit like what BJ said. Why change when you're on on the boat when you're riding high? Um, and why take that risk when you can see what others are doing first? Um, and that's why I think, you know, Mike Scoff is, they've let Mike Scoff kind of take the lead a little bit in the cloud gaming aspect. And uh, I, I suspect it's one of the things, and Game Pass in general, it's like they're, they're cautiously watching this market and market trends yeah. uh, very carefully. Um, and they're not going to dive in, you know, regardless of 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 what other people say they're going to do it slowly carefully methodically and that's mm-hmm. how they've treated their business model generally it's, it's a well thought out well researched uh, business model uh, that has netted them the lion's share of gamers for the last what six years the, the, the balancing act becomes how long do you wait before it's too late before exactly. you can catch up Exactly. But I don't think, whilst they're saying catching up, I doubt they are catching Well, although they're waiting. I suspect they're doing their own thing. And it's more a case of not catching up, but when they release. But they've got they've got stuff ready. And I bet you it's ready. It's just when they press the switch. They, they, they know what they're that's doing. That's the question. Yeah, the problem is, a lot, a lot of Xbox players are used to the fact of executives coming out and telling them, well, kind of transparency whereas sony and nintendo or sorry playstation and nintendo remain silent because they don't they don't have to answer to, to games in the public no, they, they don't no. need to no you know? but, but let's go back to when sony introduced its its party chat system after you know after after xbox has had its for years um yeah they had they had the answer it wasn't a good answer because the system initially sucked eggs with oh yeah, I, I use other PS4, and I always noticed it wasn't the part chat was never as good as, as Xbox. It wasn't. Yeah. So, it, like, it, that comes into okay, they have something to compete, but will it be ready when they 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 feel they need to release it? You know. And by the way, chat, I'm not doing it to slam on Sony. I'm going by history. I'm going by what I've gone. No, I do agree. Gamer, the party you know. chat was not good. Yeah. I, I agree. Well, they I, they I agree. tried to do it a different way, though. Remember, like they right. had their own almost like uh, chat village or avatar village. Right. Remember? Yeah, yeah the, they the whole, went. They the, went the, a the, different the real, route. The real, the real life thing. Uh, they had that little game where yes. you could have your. Avatar. I actually had. I found it was amazing because it was great. I it, little, it was, it was cool when it black. worked. It was. It was cool when it worked. Oh, it was brilliant! <laughs> you you sit around with your mates in your own yeah. in your own in your own property. You know, yeah. filling it up with different, you know, furniture yeah. and stuff like that. I had a blast. Yeah, I it, shit it was when fun. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> did did that become Roblox? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if only it was. That's worth forty-seven billion dollars now. And that's not oh, even yeah, on the PlayStation. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what incredible to me. It's on mobile, tablet. And PC and Xbox. He's not even on, not even available on PlayStation. What's Incredible. funny is I I have never played a second of Roblox. I've never even loaded it up. I You'll see my it. account playing it a lot. It's not <laughs> my, me. My, no my, no my one kids are obsessed with it. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a very my buggy game was. though. It, it it crashes a lot, even on the Series X. The actual game is buggy. You know? But I, I guess it's kids don't care as much as we do. It, you know? No, they don't. It, it's because it's all community. It's community content creation. Yeah. A lot of the games yeah. are. They're not made by the actual developers. I don't know how you make these little games inside the game. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I, I always I, keep an eye on him because there is some weirdos that play that game, apparently. I um, so, I believe you get sort of a, a tool set and away you go. That, uh, oh, okay. that you can make you can make whatever you want. Th- those obstacle courses things that most kids are uh, crazy over, you just get yeah. like a tool set and I think there's like a... A basis, a sort of blueprint for a game, and then you go wild after that. So Clever what I'm saying is, animated evil is one of the one of the weirdos that plays. So if you see your kid play with a kinky bear, you know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. I'm, I'm I'm the same. I'm the same as Stubbs. I'm gonna watch. Not so much now because he's uh, he's obsessed with Fortnite. But my youngest was all about uh, that. There's uh, a lot of warnings about about, about, about you know about a year ago. Yeah, there was a lot of warnings everywhere about Roblox, about predators using it and all sorts. So I do watch it, but he does play it off my Xbox account. So, you know, so did have some random try to add, add to party chat once. But um, my son doesn't know how to do party chat unless I put him in there with his cousins. He, he doesn't know how to do it. He don't. It's probably best that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Should really put him on his own account. He has got his own account in his bedroom, but on my Xbox, uh, downstairs one, he's not logged in. About the problem is, he's bought stuff on my account, and that won't carry over. Uh, the Roblox will. Uh, I've got to work out the password for that. I have. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get back to the original conversation. Um, who else haven't we got on the subject of? Is this all good for PlayStation? Have you mentioned it? Animated? I've chimed in. Yeah, I've, I've given you two penneth worth. I'll get on to the last one because I know this one might be a big one and we haven't got that long. Right, uh, I'm going to read off excerpts from Season Gaming on the earnings um, for Xbox and PlayStation. Hardware has been up 232% year on year. But as they say, given the Xbox Series S consoles that have been released, it was kind of expected that that was. It's no surprise. Sold out everywhere. Content and services up 34% year on year, $739 million. The growth of Game Pass is definitely a factor here alongside digital and in-game sales. Overall gaming revenue is up 50% year on year and, and reached $5 billion for the first time in the company's history. According to Microsoft, this is due to a combination of Xbox content, services and new hardware. Just let me get to the PlayStation one so we can combine it. Right, here we go. PlayStation 5 has now... Their stats are different. PlayStation 5 has now sold uh, 7.8 million units. This continues to outpace the PS4 in the same time frame. 7.6 7.6 million despite the supply constraints. The PS4 and PS5, 338.9 million games were sold over the physical year. 65, this stat is interesting. Uh, 65% of those were digital, which is 
everyone says that uh, physical dominates, but it doesn't. And an increase of 12% compared to the prior year, which was 53%. Here's another one. PlayStation Plus subscribers have grown to 47.6 million, million. This is an increase of 6.1 million compared to the prior year, which was 41.5 million. Though the number of PSN monthly active users actually dropped to 109 million from 114 million, and network services accounted for 69% of the game division's total revenue. Within this, DLC and microtransactions account for approximately 50%. Total game and network service revenue totaled 24.4 billion for their highest physical year ever. Sorry about all that talking. Um, any thoughts on this? And it all it all sounds good on the PlayStation and uh, Xbox's front. Who wants to jump in first on this one? Anyone? Any, uh, Anyone? Sounds of silence. Uh, all I've got to say to this is, uh, like I was saying in our chat, sales numbers yeah. don't mean squat to me because it doesn't affect me. I'm not a shareholder in either company. At least enough, even if I was, it wouldn't be enough to have any effect. I play what I play. I enjoy what I enjoy. Now, I do have a question about the Xbox side, though. Okay, they look yeah. at game sales and stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean hands-on. Because of Game Pass, I play a lot of games that I would never have bought. You know, so how do they adjust for that to show, you know, those are strictly financial. They don't necessarily talk about uh, engagement. That's true, and that brings up the big thing about uh, transparency. Yeah. Right. See, you see there with when PlayStation announced their figures, they announced the consoles. Xbox didn't announce the consoles at all. How many are sold? You know? And like I was saying in our chat, outside of wanting yeah. to be a fanboy on either Sony or oh, Xbox, okay. yeah. who cares? Yeah, I, we sold more consoles than you. Okay. Um, I'm not Phil. My job doesn't depend on how many consoles we sell or Xbox sells. You know, I'm. I could care less, you know. I, that's what. That's all I was saying. Is it doesn't. Yeah, aside from being average gamer, I know, don't really. Matter. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. Aside from being ammo for this console war, it the numbers are meaningless. You know, it's not like either one of them is going to go out of business next week because of what they announced. You know, it's exactly. Like, that's true. That is. That's true. So that's just where I come from nowadays. It's like, I don't care. You know. As long as, long, as long as the servers are up next week and, and I can still play my games, I'm good. <laughs> I'm with Paul, essentially. Um, the numbers themselves don't really matter. I, I'm going to play or I'm going to play. Um, however, I know what's going to come in the next couple of um, days or weeks off certain members of communities we're in and things like that, and especially your likes of social media. Um, the fact that it does say that Microsoft's Xbox division posted 3.6 billion. Fair enough, but that in, it's 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 Xbox division is it's the Xbox platform, isn't it? It's which which includes everything. Your PC yeah, is also it's Xbox weird because they call it the Xbox division, then they mark it up yeah. as the Microsoft gaming division. They yeah. want to make their minds up. Which one is it? Yeah. 
Well, know? that's the thing. Microsoft, Microsoft's uh, Xbox division will hmm. probably be all platforms, which is their gaming division. That's why Mr. Spencer's in charge of it. The, the Microsoft division might be under the umbrella of, the, or the, um, the Xbox division might be under the umbrella of the Microsoft gaming division. And they have other assets besides that because uh, even though we see all the xCloud stuff and everything under one big banner for business purposes, they may be two or three separate, on you know, separate little pieces. I'd say, yeah, most likely are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that's exactly the, um, this is the argument that people are going to have. Oh, yeah, this is, this is PlayStation as a whole. You're, you're saying Microsoft this, that, the other, and... The, Microsoft have stopped doing numbers a long time ago, uh, with units sold and things like that. And at the end of the day, we're just not going to know. It's never going to be comparable between the two. It's true, but, but Microsoft, Xbox but only like that? releasing numbers when they're dominating, like Game Pass. If all of a sudden PlayStation now took over, and there was more, play you watch, play, you watch Game Pass stop announcing numbers. You know, because they know they're ahead. <laughs> Let me speak to what Jodzilla said. The numbers are important to the execs, but we're not the execs, Jodzilla. It doesn't affect us. There's no reason to everybody go, well, they need to be more transparent. I don't care if we sold 7 million or 10 million because in the end, it doesn't affect me. And I'm not going to sit there and tell some Sony guy, yeah, well, we sold 7 million units and you sold 40. Who cares? Who gives a rat, you know? So I'm, that's all my thing is. It, yeah, if I if I was a if I was a major shareholder, I I would have an issue. Yeah. Well, it's continued investment for them, but again, it doesn't affect you unless you're one of those shareholders. To a it might well be. You don't know, do you? Yeah. Secret well, investor on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I, I see where Judzilla's coming from. Um, I'm going to be completely frank about it the, the fact that what i think what he's saying is the more money they get the more they can reinvest the well, better yeah. we're off with games and stuff I, I can see that but i also agree with you it doesn't matter right for us the, the, for us the end gamer it really has no bearing on the front end you know hmm. now yes if they start to fail and continually see dropping numbers dropping numbers dropping numbers that's you know that's concerning, but we're not seeing that right now. We're not seeing anything close to that. Right now, it's just a no. it's just a it's just a dick measuring contest to see who sold more crap, and which really doesn't affect us one way or the other. You know. I don't worry about numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Bj, I know you. I know you'll have some thoughts on this. Um, I have to agree with the panel sentiment about it's all about the content and how it engages your imagination that's first and foremost but there are people out there that do like to look at numbers dissect them understand them because either they're in the industry or it's a hobby or they're tantalized by that specific thing right um but i have an issue with numbers because i can ask severe questions in regards to xbox's numbers but i and I do so, especially when, you know, you have idiots, right, that take these numbers and reports and try to make the numbers and percentages appetizing and pliable with no factual data attached. And that, that's my issue. I mean, I, I don't know who said it. There's a famous quote, there are lies, damn lies. And then there's statistics, right? Cooking the books also comes to mind as well. 
And I, I think, look, it's always interesting to see how a company is progressing, how their business plan is developing, and what we can expect from the future. And I know that we have like showcase events where games are shown and uh, we're sold on future promise, but it also depends on how the division is performing as well. And I'll just put and the one thing I will do rather than take the numbers apart is just put it into perspective. I think for me, it's always interesting to see how these publishers and, and the platform holders are doing because it does help to understand what the trials are, what the issues are, what the challenges are before they announce something further down the line. And you wonder why, yeah, why is this happening? Why is this delayed? So and so happening. So sometimes not just looking at what they're pumping out in terms of content, but understanding what's happening uh, in terms of the business itself and how it's evolving is, is kind of important to be able to come onto a podcast and kind of give an informed point perspective. And so that's, that's where I'm coming from. So I, was, I just, just for comparison, I just had a look at, a couple of the other companies just to see how they're doing. Activision reported 2.4 billion, I think, for the same quarter. Microsoft 3.6, Nintendo 3.6 for Microsoft, Nintendo 6 billion. Their, their numbers were completely broken out. Sony, I think, it was 8.5 billion, but this again might have been for the previous quarter. But again, numbers bro broken out. And then 10 cent, I was so surprised, sitting at 23 billion for the quarter. So as I said, I'm I'm a complete layman and numbers do interest me, but that's just me, right? It's not to go out and then, like Paul said, uh, wave your um, your um, autumn vegetables at people, right, so to speak, and um, yeah, announce that you've grown the biggest turnip, carrot, and pumpkin on the, this side of the Atlantic. So I, I'm in I'm totally I'm in total agreement with him, but um, the transparency and the non-reporting of of numbers, Microsoft can do that because the xbox gaming division is such a small percentage of the i think it's what 10 percent. so it's uh yeah it's, it's minimal right so they don't actually have to provide that information right to their shareholders i think there's a there's a there's a technical term for it but it kind of eludes me at the moment and um and for sony and nintendo they will do so because they want to garner uh as much goodwill from their fan base and from potential customers and again as i say that uh, Xbox, I think, is going to open up uh, for the industry, open the industry up more so uh, in the next two to three years, and um, and obviously obtain a pie of that by piece of the pie, right? By staying in staying in the game and um, making themselves uh, relevant by marketing. And for me, numbers, as much as we may not be that interested in them, yeah, you have to admit to some degree that it's sometimes if you use really efficiently, it can be a very good marketing tool. So, yeah, I think if you've got something to shout about, you will. If you don't, you stay quiet about it until you're ready. And I think to keep your powder dry and uh, is important, especially in terms of content when you don't have hardware to shift. Um, that goes for Sony and uh, Microsoft. But also, um, I think in terms of um, you know, the content that you've got in development is not always just around the corner. And sometimes I have to say that silence or responding in a silent tone is, as I say, sometimes the best possible answer you can provide, right, at any given moment in time, even though some may not like it, but it can be very wise to do so. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. Otherwise, I might drag on for another half an hour. Now, to be fair, to admit, I will be interested to see the numbers a year from now after we're out of COVID and out of all the shutdowns. Yeah, we well, are, that would be interesting. To see how things yeah. – now, that will be interesting to see how things adjust as we get back to yeah. normal, you know. Yeah, and there was um, a couple of things on the Sony thing that was interesting to see that the monthly active user number is actually down by 5 million. 
And I don't know why, and I, and I may be completely out of my mind here, but I actually thought that was a positive because I think it's like people like myself that like to own multiple consoles. I have a Switch and I have a broken PS4, and I obviously I game ninety percent of my time on the on the on the on the Series X. But I think it's because a lot of people are actually waiting to to get a hold of a PS5. And the other interesting thing that I garnered or gleaned from from the report was something to do with. Um, that they are looking to establish or cement the PS5 with strategic partnerships. And the two that they mentioned, one was with Haven, uh, I think it's the Jade Raymond studio, and the other one was Epic. I don't know what exactly it was implying, but it was important for me, um, that sentence that, that he said. And uh, and I did have an inquisitive question or two, probably will never get answered. And like Paul said, I might have to wait a year till I find out. But I, I, said, I said about six months ago that Sony were surprised themselves back in 2018 or 2019 that 10 games contributed to nearly 50% of Sony's revenue. And I, if I'm not mistaken, maybe even profit. Fortnite! So, hey, what? Fortnite, they're all about, I bet you. Yeah, yeah, so it's not surprising to me to see that 69%, and it keeps increasing, right? revenues are coming from Sony network services and 50% uh, um, not of the 69, but 50% is coming from DLC and microtransactions. So, um, and obviously, we know that Activision's a lot of their profits and margins coming from DLC and microtransactions. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really interesting in, in terms of just the way that he worded it. And that, that would probably be for me the most, uh, yeah, inquisitive uh, point that I have questions relating to. Again, as I said, I probably won't get any answers to it in probably years down the line, but we'll see. Exactly, you're right. It's it's just interesting to have a little talk about, like you say, in reality to, to the average gamer, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. just an interesting talking point. That's all. Yeah. Apparently, it, it, I just sounded like Johnny Vegas then when I shouted Fortnite. I thought you sounded like a woman. And it wasn't even the case that it was Sony says. It was that it was a quote from the chief financial officer of Sony, right? So exactly, it's true. Uh, profit, welcome, profit. Thanks for stopping by, mate. I wonder what time it is where you are in Australia. <laughs> but yes, and shout master, out to Master yeah. Master it's Jazz day, it, 09. It's, it's Thanks day for after stopping tomorrow, by. and it's day after tomorrow in Australia. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my head's coming. The last oh, one. Stumped was having a scream of stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> Removable. Have you got any <laughs> thoughts on this? I, was, I bet I bet it's been covered. I bet. He's gone asleep. You're on mute. Is he on mute? Is he fell asleep? No, just have to be able to catch up with my internet here. <laughs> Did you catch it? Is yeah, it's had a bit of a tantrum. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! The internet has left Hello. a building. The internet yes. has left a building. Yes, it has left he a took building. took off in a helicopter. <laughs> oh, John, another shot. Please move forward whilst I'm trying to resolve the issue. <laughs> Welcome, Invader Gaming. Welcome, Wondering Dutch. Hello, Thanks sir. for stopping by. Yes, removable size in internet is. Disappearing into the distance. Are you there? He's at end. He's here. We can hear you. 
Yeah, we go. We can hear you. He's putting his password in his router or something. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. That's that, mayhem. That, I don't welcome have that as well. Sort of technology. <laughs> holding it, he's, he's top of a hill, holding his phone up into the air to try and get a signal. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's that shed. It's that I mean shed. He stands on yeah. top of the shed. <laughs> yeah, just trying to try and get a good good signal. Oh, finally. Oh God, there we go. Where were we again? I've lost. I've lost welcome, where we were now. Welcome back to Planet Earth. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on the the earnings reports from PlayStation or Xbox? Seems good. I think. It's good. Obviously, it's good for any platform to be hitting numbers uh, and and to be moving forward in the direction where I feel both of them are. are obviously, what the numbers are at the moment is is nowhere what they wish to be. Um, but it's a good sign of the strength, especially for Xbox, uh, in terms of its overall numbers, because I think they've kind of been hesitant or to even publish any numbers in any regard. Game Pass, as you've already been, as the crew, has already said, has helped that monstrously. I think, to be honest with you, it's it's this is very early stages, and a bit like Cerebral said, you know, few people are going to be interested in the numbers. They're going to be interested in the content of those numbers and how things are going to progress forward. These numbers will potentially help investors and the platforms themselves. Uh, choose what they're going to invest in or where they're going to beef up in different software and different attributes and different elements. But this is probably just going to be more just more options for them to tie in and how they're going to build the brand. Um, the numbers are good, but I think this is still probably very <laughs> shy of where they want them to be. Yeah, because they want to I know the end goal. I mean, for me, I'd say if you were a subscription service and you wanted to truly be, I'd say you've got to be. They, they used, they did say two billion gamers, but recent quotes have said three billion gamers. Now, I think you've got to beat Netflix first, didn't you? You know, as a goal, you've got, you've got to That's beat push, Netflix man. numbers. Yes, but they no, keep, I don't think, keep I don't, I don't think yeah, but they keep throwing out these numbers. Mm -hmm. We want billions of gamers. You've got to beat Netflix numbers first before you can. You know, they're doing well. They're very well. They are. <laughs> but you are right. I mean, I know the word billion sounds like a lot, but if you were to encapsulate the Asian markets and have the right price for XCloud, because I don't believe you could get away with the price. We we. Like to fifteen, is it fifteen dollars yeah. in America? You couldn't get yeah. away with charging someone that in Asia on a mobile. You'd have to go far cheaper than that. But if you could do it, you could get and the right, correct games because their internet's amazing out there. You could get millions on it. You know, maybe for a lower entry fee. I know that brings in a tiered system, but you just you just do it to them Asian countries. If someone just wants to pay via mobile or and tablet. You, you, I don't believe you could get away with charging that just for a device. But, you know, but we've already we've already got a tiered system. You can have Game Pass yeah. for PC, Game Pass for Xbox, or Game Pass Ultimate. So it's only one tier different. The the, the tier already exists. Hmm. Well, well, how much is normal game? Because it's seven ninety nine. So that so yeah, so that, that that would be that would be it then. 
That would be lowest one, seven ninety nine. You just you just do a Game Pass for uh, mobile, Game Pass for Xbox, Game Pass for PC, and uh, Ultimate. It, it's, the, it's the, the model exists it? already. It's getting that, yeah, it's it's that framework and getting it, getting it into the culture that you're trying to hit. So I think they're not going down the route, and I think we've discussed this previously. I think even VJ is probably know a bit more than I do. Is they? I suspect they're going down a very different route when they partnered with Samsung. They're going down almost. Uh, they're, they're, oh, I wouldn't say sneaking in the back door, but they're they're going down a very different route to try and get into that. Game Pass. They are going to try and push Game Pass into the Asian market, but I think they're doing it in a in a, in a very different way. Um. In, in how they're approaching it. Um, and I think if it's going to be on, I think it, and, and VJ will probably be able to back me up. I think Samsung is one of the biggest biggest brands you know, in Japan at the moment, is it? Am yeah. I correct? So, so I, I, this is what I thought. I thought that um, teaming up with um, SK Telecom and Samsung, because that's, that's, that's been their test bed, right? Because the question yeah. was asked, why aren't you in Japan? And uh, Phil said something along the lines of, oh, we're going to do that next year, which is obviously the, the first half of this year, which is obviously this year. But I think that that territory's uh, career, Seoul especially, um, was a testbed for them, um, where they preloaded um, Game Pass uh, free for three months for, um, I think it was a Samsung N20. I, I don't know the brand, but it was a, it was a specific device that was released to uh, last year, and it was bundled in with that for three months. SK Telecom, um, if you went with them and you um, took out a subscription package, whatever it is, a year or two years, again, you had three months of Game Pass bundled in for free. And I think that what, for me, what that was trying to do is that Microsoft know that, look, there's a hell of a lot of free-to-play games out there that um, that people are already playing on mobile. So to get people to play Game Pass, understand what the content's like, and again, I don't know how good the um, the controls were in terms of being able to play those games on a mobile device. I, I don't know how, the, how good the control systems were for said games, how the games were curated in terms of if you're in Asia, what's the first game that pops up? And thirdly, is that um, I think it was a way to market what Game Pass is and lure people with the um what was that program what's the program called where uh, microsoft allow you to purchase um an xbox or playstation oh sorry an xbox playstation oh all where, that, all that. Uh, where you pay a monthly fee over two years and and you get an xbox and game pass free um, um i think it was all access wasn't it yeah that's it the all access so i thought that, that what they were going to do is say first of all let's get um eyes on the brand this and the and the project and what it is and gamers are everywhere, whether in Korea, Japan, Singapore, Taiwan, Hong Kong, whatever. Um, I think that what they were trying to do is say, look, here's here's what you can play, and if you want the best experience, go. And you can buy a Series S as a low entry point, or a Series X if you're more serious, and you know what? We've got this all-access program, similar to your mobile device, where you can pay on a monthly basis and have access to all this content. And, and, and that's what I think they were trying to do, because trying to break into You've just okay. made a hit on, on the hair on the head because one thing I did notice is recently why are they taking more and more um, games almost hands free? You know, the, in terms of controller free. Yeah. That yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. is going to feed heavily, it, it's going to feed nicely if into that sort of situation. 
Yeah, I mean, because yes, it's great for us over here, but yeah. as you rightly said, <laughs> there, there is a mobile market, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got to understand. I mean, you've been on if you're on if you've been on trains, you know how jam packed they are. So trying to play Gears of War, Halo on a train is really difficult. But Octopath Traveler, possibly. But as I say to you, is that how many devices are people going to be able to hold on to? And there's a hell of a lot of competition out there for mobile gaming. I think it was a it was a case of brand awareness. And listen, you know what? You can experience these games not just on your mobile, but for a fixed fee a month because they've already pr the consumers are already programmed in paying right incremental amounts on a monthly period over an elongated period of time to in order to access their mobile device internet and be able to call people so it's not a foreign uh introduction it's not an introducing a foreign concept to the community or the public whether they speak a different language or not and i don't even know how many of those games that are available on game pass are actually multilingual so so there's there's lots and lots of things to it and i was asking all these questions no one really had the answers i don't have the answers i'm not over there at this my present moment in time but the point is i think it it if, if for anything, it's a huge brand awareness campaign. Don't market Xbox. Don't market Microsoft. I was so irritated when the promotional videos came out for the Series X and S last year from showcasing the hardware. And right at the end of those sequences, there was the Microsoft logo. Why? You know, I, I have Xbox that have nothing, right? But Microsoft seemed to want to put their brand everywhere. And you have to understand, outside of America, the micro America is perceived as Microsoft country for for all the for all of its good or bad connotations. So, especially in Asia, right? So, um, and 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 in terms of Samsung, you mentioned something about a popular device. Yeah, I think in Japan, it is in terms of devices, and just in terms of mobile phones. I don't think it sells the Apple iPhone, but in terms of devices, it is number one in terms of uh, penetration, um, in terms of in terms of uh, household and consumers. It is number mm. one. It has more. It has more um, devices, whether it's TV. Um, Samsung phones. I, I don't know what their pads are called, uh, but you know, handheld devices, etc. Yeah, they tablets, have, yeah, they have tablets, a larger yeah. install base of an, an entirety in terms of the devices in Japan than any other any other manufacturer, including Apple, uh, which is which is which has not been easy for them to do, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, but they've managed to achieve that. So it, yeah, it really is a case of using Samsung and leveraging their reach yep. in order to expand the awareness of Game Pass, and by extension, you say, hey, by the way. You can get a Series S or a Series X if you want to have a really much, you know, a much more, uh, a, 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 or sorry, a better experience, right, for these particular games. So, and isn't and, and obviously you're seeing, you know, a lot of you know older games that have been in Japan, that have been on PlayStation, that have been on Switch, making their way over to the um, to to the um, to the Series X or well, I'd say especially Game Pass, right? So, so yeah, I, I don't know yeah, if it's available. Um... I was going to say, um, I don't know if it's available over in the US or not, but there's a quite a, a predominant uh, mobile supplier over here that if you buy one of the new Samsungs, you actually get um, a couple of years of Game Pass bundled in when you get a contract phone with uh, Samsung. I mean, EA, that's available yes. on EA, isn't it? Yes. <coughs> so if you, if, you buy, if, you, yeah, if you buy a brand new Samsung, you actually get... I think I'm not sure if it's 24 months, uh, 12 or 24 months of Game Pass. I think it's 12. It's 12. I think it might be. Yeah. That so that, that's that's just the start, isn't it? Yeah. So so remove the start. So um, so Animated Evil makes an exceptional point there. If you think about it, um, what has Microsoft got to lose by giving 12 months free to every new Nothing. mobile mobile subscriber? It's just brand awareness. And then what they've got, then what they've got, and what in terms of what and why I'm saying Animated Evil makes an exceptional point there. They've got 12 months to convert you, 
right? So it's, it's all about the conversion rate, right? Well, so when you go and put an advert on primetime TV, right? It's all about the conversion rate, right? How good is your advert for that 30 seconds, right? To convert people to buy your product or brand or buy into your concept, et cetera, and so on and so forth, right? But what that animated evil is saying, hey, look, why don't you just give it to these guys for 12 months, right? Let them try it, let them play it. Either they're going to get addicted to it, and when it switches off, they're either going to subscribe or they're going to go out and be, buy a piece of hardware. And then to, to Paul's point, hey, look, there's no hardware out yep. there, so what's the harm? Because, you know, it's... It's a gateway drug, and it's a perfect gateway drug. But I don't know if Microsoft or Xbox or, 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 or uh, Phil are that adventurous or that gung-ho, right, to go out and do it. And I'll tell you what, it takes me back to 2000, and, and um, Mr. Tushi might know this. When, when Xbox or Microsoft were first entering the gaming industry, I remember all the talk across all the media was that at that time, 21 years ago, Microsoft, everyone said, my goodness, you know, Microsoft could actually afford to put a box and everybody's home for free. You know, mm-hmm. and that was the perception back then. And they need to kind of get that perception and, and, and do something, right, to really propel um, their number, this or the number of subscribers that they have, right, to, uh, to a level that we haven't seen before. It's possible. I think three billion is a little bit out there. But, you know, I'll be, <laughs> I think I'm with, Mr. I'm with Mr. Stubbs. If they get to 50 or 100 million, you know, I'd be already be saying, wow. But, you know, there you go. It's right, though. It's like, for example, um, Last gen, last well, the Xbox One generation. I think I worked out over the whole gen. I spent about twenty thousand on like um, on games. The gold, I calculated everything. It worked out about twenty grand. Surely they'd make if you gave your console for free, you'd get um, plenty of profit on that, wouldn't you? Just for letting them enter the market for free, though. I don't know. Well, that's what they're probably doing with the Game Pass. You look at it; it's going to be on TVs. You look at you look at all these yeah, like be, you know, Pringles. Soon, be a... Get a week, get a week free free if you use a Pringles can. You know, there's there'll all these little stick. brand awareness deals. There'll be a no, stick that's, soon, that's, that's, that's like a fire stick. Brand awareness soon. There will be. Yeah, I bet yeah. some kind of stick for TVs that haven't got the apps on it. Oh, without will. doubt, and you can see it. It's going to be without. It, they're pushing Game Pass in. As you said, it's it's now in. You know, it's in your Pringles tin. It's on your TV. Well, I will say on one thing. Mobile. I do think, I do think Game Pass. I mean, I heard Looper talking on Green Pass Gaming last week. I've just caught up with it, and she has got a point. I mean, we are in we we're in gaming. We're on YouTube, but there are people out there that ain't on YouTube, and they go on Facebook. That's about it, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people out there that watch TV actual i know terrestrial tv and there's parents out there that still haven't heard of game pass Mm -hmm. and there is not a lot of tv adverts for xbox game pass and that is big that's why i know to have it in everyone says it comes preloaded exactly but that is a big point it should be i think maybe around the halo um, launch you know i think um, you know i often say that game pass um that um game pass is is so much bigger than the sum of its parts and i think that again you know when you if you if you've got really killer content coupled with a big um or ample supply of hardware and you've got this marketing proposition in terms of let's get it out let's get the awareness out there whether it's terrestrial tv whether it's by as animated evil says it's just you know slapping it on mobile subscription new for six months or 12 months for free of charge or whatever for a dollar or whatever i think Again, that that assault 
is so much more better than than doing things in I don't know what the right word is uh, removal in silos or in um, or you know as, yeah, as individual I know it's it's, yeah yeah so it's, so yeah so I think let's face it yeah. they've moved from Xbox 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 to Game Pass Game Pass Game Pass yeah yeah absolutely you missed the Game Pass and... off the end of that. but you know it is isn't it you think about what you see you see what they've been at the moment it's yeah don't get me wrong they hyped up the xbox series x yeah but game pass has been their prominent brand selling element in every single thing every entry interview every uh every aspect of what they are doing game pass is the thing that they're pushing heavily even to the beyond the i suspect now they're probably talking more about game pass than xbox and, and anything else they're saying um and it just takes it just as you said if it's it, like it could be a sleeping giant it's one of those things if it takes off in the asian market mm. that that itself is a phenomenal number of brand new subscribers which mm. is going to be a phenomenal number of revenue for them i mean I'm not saying they're rolling in it, but they're not exactly lacking for funds anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think to your point there, as I said, is that I'm I'm not hanging my hat on it. But Phil said first half of this year will be in Japan, and there's two months to go. And I think that besides a lot of gaming content and reveals, I, I, I think I mean I'm interested in their strategy. I, I, I like to know what these gaming companies are. I spent a lot of time in the industry, so it's not as if I'm like. You know, not enjoying games because I'm sitting at the edge of my seat wondering what Microsoft are going to do next. Because as I said, my, my, you know, when I'm playing games, that's all I'm interested in. But when coming onto podcasts and so on and so forth, it's it is interesting to think what they may or may not do. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's it makes for a really good and healthy discussion, right? In terms of educating ourselves, right, rather than just sort of you know reacting to stuff that we haven't really spent any time investigating. So that's that's why I really like being invited I, into these. I would like to know the numbers of the western games that have had in terms of um increased western games coming to xbox because i'm hearing a lot more you know jrps i'm just seeing a lot more brand in terms of you know of games of those sort of type of games coming over and i suspect that's probably doubled or trebled in the last couple of years and that's again feeds into that whole ecosystem yeah um, but can you just say that again, removable? Do you mean in terms of JRPGs coming or that are coming in the future that have already arrived? I think it's it's have uh, already arrived, but also have been announced and coming into the future. Yeah. I'm starting to see, at least from awareness point of perspective, like you know, if you're from an almost like an unknown, if you if you like weren't aware of this, I'm seeing more and more of those types of games being announced yeah. and pushed and and uh, and discussed um on the xbox platform yeah i i think it's partly because of the the initial audience the first 10 20 million or 30 million installed user base right for any console right they're the hardcore and and the hardcore that you know we enjoy i mean look, i'll speak for myself i don't want to speak for everybody because everyone can have their own say but we're all like connoisseurs of gaming right there isn't a genre we don't like or if we're not that interested that we don't try and I think that for the first 20 or 30 million, it will be like that, right? We want to be able to access all different types of games because that's just how we are. But then, as I said to you, when it starts to get into 50 to 60 to 70 to 100 million to 200 million, 
who do they start to cater for then? You know, right now it's the 80-20 rule. We're the 80 right now, but longer term, we may become you know, the 20%, right? And the 80% mm-hmm. is made up of a load of weirdos. I don't, no disrespect, I don't know. And I don't know what their tastes are. And I don't know what type Dogs of content ain't that bad. And I, and I, and yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how um you know they sort of uh distribute the funds out right in terms of what game what content gets made for who right longer term but right now obviously we're being catered for and i'm and i'm grateful for it hmm. so <laughs> you can just cut me off at any time don't worry <laughs> Stubbs, are you awake yeah i'm still there you have an internet issues? no no it's interesting comments <laughs> in the chat i mean it's it's fun to speculate about this stuff. I mean, I mean, obviously, the internet is important. But what you got to remember is there is still a lot of people out there that listen to the radio, who watch, see billboards and TV, and, and although everyone's wiping it off the side, it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. It, it does. Defects. There's, There's a lot of defects you know. out there still. Can I just, um, sorry, Stubbs, can I just say something? So Assassin yeah. Looper said needs to be on advertising on TV, radio, billboards, and internet to get out. So to get to get the word out in every country around the world. And, and I agree with her, but imagine this, right? So when the big games do come, right, all you have to do is advertise those first-party games when they do start to hit, right, on a consistent basis, right, is just to illustrate the fact that, hey, you know, you can buy these games, $59.99 or subscription fee on game pass right and you know whether it's and, and it'll and that will happen i i think i think it'll just happen you know when the timing is right when they've got the hardware when they've got the games to announce and um you know and and especially you know when it comes to the fall i mean I, I, gaming is, is, is used so to halo, halo would be interested then it will yeah i know i think you just spoke to the point when the hardware becomes available why you know when it becomes readily available, it's a time to advertise. Don't advertise it now when then you're going to go try and pick it up and go in. Yeah, but then then we're going back uh, on but, what everyone's saying. Everyone's saying it doesn't matter about consoles. No, if you're, if you're looking at getting new people into Game Pass who may not know about it, it does matter about consoles. Yeah. It, it all matters, yeah. If we already have a console, we know about Game Pass, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it all matters if it all if you combine it all together right whether you're selling consoles whether you're selling a game whether you're selling game bus if you combine it all together all of a sudden the offering becomes greater than the sum of its parts and that's that's what i was talking about game pass why it's so brilliant right, right. so um because if you start picking yeah, out individual games in game pass, always, the not that. yeah, yeah. When, when, but, but the, one thing when i will they, say is when when, when, when playstation so when PlayStation drops a big game, you know about that game, whether you've got an Xbox or not. That they hammer their they hammer their marketing, TV adverts, billboards, buses, everything. You know about it. even if you're a casual, you know about it. You don't Stubbs podcast. You don't. You don't. You don't have Xbox. You know that's well, what that, I'm saying. That's not true. When yeah. when they when they dropped um, when they dropped the latest edition to Gears, it was all over my Tostino's pizza box. You know, it was. Oh, I will agree. Yeah, that is true. But... Um, but like I said, the big thing now is I think they're honestly waiting till they have the hardware to make the big push because until then, the only people that's going to affect are those that are already in the know. We all know that stuff. You know, it, especially come fall for Christmas time when the when hopefully the consoles will be available. 
then you're then then you're gonna get targeted. Hey, buy the Xbox Series X, get six months of Game Pass or whatever. You know, or even if it's still get get a month of Game Pass, it gets yep. them into the system to go. Hey, you know that's a pretty good service, and I've got all these games my kids can play, and it's gonna save me hundreds of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I get this Game Pass in, sweet done. You know. <laughs> Actually, that's an that's an interesting point you make there, Paul. Because I remember I was talking to Animated Evil because he's got so many kids and uh, Xbox systems all over the place, and I'm just thinking, you know, is there like a is there? Uh, I think it's an important point that he made. And I asked him a question: Is there like um you know a family Game Pass? You know, sort of um, rather than paying fifteen dollars for every single individual that wants to use it in your household, is there a household package? And I think that, no. that I, I wish. don't know whether that is something that we want. And a would Microsoft be cons- consider to offer it right to to their patrons? I, do, I don't know, but I guess it's a, it's a question, right? Yeah. So to answer Master Jazz, what I'm on about is actual TV adverts um, and traditional ads. I'll, I I ain't getting us like this off websites or anything. I'm going off experience and people I know in England. I don't live in America. I live in England, and UK lacks big advertising. On. Europe does. Yes. Europe, Europe lacks advertising. It's a European pandemic. If you don't need a statistic you know. to tell you. If, you. if you know people and they're not seeing it, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. In America, yes, it dominates. The advertising does. But in Europe and the UK, it's a big PlayStation market. Xbox doesn't have a market. Yeah, Game Pass. We see it. We see it online. We see it. But what it meant was to do a lot of the traditional people, not everyone is on YouTube. Not everyone's on here, there, and everywhere. So that, that's the point. But but if they you already know. have a console, whether they're on YouTube or not, it's on the front page of their spam every time they turn their console. Yeah. yeah. Or if they're looking at the app on their mobile right. phone every time, right. every time it switches it on. Yeah. So what, what I'm saying is, uh, as far as getting new people into it that may not be aware of it, that's going to have to wait until there's hardware they can sell. Yeah. From a from a marketing standpoint, you don't want people going out and buying a Xbox One X when you've got the Series X that you'd rather sell. You know, be it not yeah. available for three, three, six, nine months, it won't be that long. But you know yeah. what I mean. You know, don't push yeah. hardware that you don't push the old hardware. That, that's a, a mistake. That'd be a mistake. There's only two times I've seen the Xbox advertise a lot lately, and that's because um, you drive around in your lorry a lot all over Britain, don't you? You know, yeah, so. um, in London, it was plastered with uh, when Cyberpunk was in. Um, well, the, right. the, one of the delays when it when it went, it was plastered everywhere. The buses, it was everywhere. And the, the time before that was uh, Gears Five in Game Pass. Yep. It was kind of like a, it was like Game Pass advertised, but with uh, Kate's face on it as well. Now they're the only really adverts I've ever seen really for Xbox. Right, and those are what they push. That's when they push Game Pass when they have a big yeah. But uh, a lot London city centre is flooded with flooded with them. Yeah. Day day one game pass is a big push you know, for any yeah. for any big game. And yet I've never seen one. <laughs> so, yeah, just for, it's just like yeah, you say, yeah, personal experience. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't live in the middle of nowhere. I live in quite a a thriving city, and I've never seen one. Trust me, if I seen a bus <laughs> with Gears of War on it, I'd be taking photos of it. I would. Didn't I take you pictures know, and said seven to you? See. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but like I'm saying, I've never been outside, and 
uh, seen something like that with billboards and things like that. And I've, 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 I've people have sent me um, pictures of billboards with ratchet and clang and stuff, but there's nothing where I live. It's just one. It's just one of those UK things. Uh, billboard space is at a premium, isn't it? It's it's not as if we or, have them. It, it is. is. I, yeah, I, I, I've tried, but I've They may oh. they may not consider your area a uh, a demographic that they really. <laughs> that they focus on. I'm not saying it is a bad thing. I said, from an advertising so. from an advertising <laughs> point of view, it yeah, may not switch. be. You know. Also, if you're in London, there is certain advertisement laws and regulations upon which. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, there was a kind of lockdown on certain aspects to it. Um, and as, as um, it's been mentioned, advertisement space is not limited, well, it is pretty limited. Um, and so it is hotly contested. And to be honest with you, if you are a regular in London itself, you'll see that normally is due with bigger markets like fashion or um I think, yes, fashion is, is the predominantly the biggest advertisement in London at this current stage, as far as I can tell. Yeah, now, I have a question. Do, do they have the... See, over here, we have billboards that can actually advertise multiple products. They, 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 we have a, they, they change up. They change yeah, there's some, there's some digital ones about. Yeah. There's not many, to be honest with you. We are still back in the old days where it's a bit of plywood plywood yeah. with a with a with right. a poster on it. <laughs> a, a, a man ha so, a man yeah. has to a man has to come around and put a wallpaper against it. <laughs> of a pretty yeah. picture. It, it's we're not we're not as uh, sophisticated as some uh, <laughs> some areas. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very much the the uh, well, uh, it's pretty to do with vandalism, and let's be honest. Um the digital aspects are either very, very high up and expensive and extortionate in terms of pricing. I mean, if you've ever gone in London, London prices in themselves are trebled to quadruple of what it gonna, is around the I was going to say, I would say crazy. even the wallpaper prices for those old school billboards are probably pretty cheap in London. No, back from the dead, we don't have 56K, but I imagine there's some people <laughs> that haven't got, that probably still do run on 56K, but... You hear that lovely well, actually, actually, uh, to be honest with you, back is actually quite correct in terms of the external villages in villages outside. Um, actually, that is correct. There is still a lot of areas. I have colleagues at my own workplace where the internet, the di their internet, is based through their three G phone. They don't. Yeah, there's also have areas. A line. Uh, yeah, there's actually areas I've been through that. Um, they don't have phone connections. Uh, they have what's called a satellite internet. And if they don't pay yeah. for the satellite internet, they it's haven't got internet. Yeah. It's quite reasonable. I tried that. Um, our connections <laughs> in the UK is, I would say, probably hitting around 60 to 70%. There's a good 30% of rural areas that are struggling for anything around 4G. The 4G is still struggling in a lot of areas. In some of the more rural areas, especially in the Midwest, there are some areas that... Yeah, we've... That crappy satellite crap. Despite the government paying out billions to BT and making them roll out fiber, they've done a half-assed job. And basically, majority of people are running through a copper cable and the fiber cable is in the box. A lot of it ain't real because I've got fiber, 
Where I moved to is 36 megabytes a second. Where I was at, yeah. it was 70 down. And a lot of it is because BT got away with bodge jobbing the contract they got, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's boosted people. A lot of people's speed, they went from two, two megabytes a second to 36. So in their eyes, that's better, you know. Yeah, my parents had the same sort of thing. It was it was it was horrendous. We still we're nowhere anything like America or you know and those aspects or even you know um, Japan or, or Hong Kong. We're well, well America's terrible in places. It's just like Britain. Yeah, it is. Depends where you live. Yeah, yeah. It but you, you look at you know, America's like well, like fifty times larger, much more wide open spaces. You know, true. Um, yeah. We are struggling for in terms of square meter per per person. We are lacking drastically in in the uh, infrastructure aspect on that, um, and I know unfortunately it's been because of historical elements in terms of we've we've given it to companies who've done the handshake thing rather than who's best at dealing with doing the infrastructure, and unfortunately that's part and parcel of our government failures. <laughs> they should have given it to Virgin. That's what they should have done. I don't think they ever Virgin, applied for the contract. I don't think they applied for it. You know? No, he did, but there was uh, the, the way I understood it from a few friends of mine was that there was. Let's just say there was a disagreement with the person in charge of the contract, but, um, and they from? didn't like each other. There Is was that... a little bit of a. It's still very much a who you know, yeah. even though they don't like to admit it versus yep. who you are so you'll get tendered you're asked to be tendered but you're still it's still very much a oh bob's here i'll get him to do it because i know him is that, <laughs> even is though that, i won't say it personally is that ofcom distributing uh, the licenses ofcom ha is kind of the overseer but unfortunately the overseer yeah. has friends in high places yeah, I, I think Ofcom, Ofcom, I think it's been shown time and time again can't be trusted, right? No, no, it can't. It is, it is, it is, it is, it's, it's the name. Oh, you know, we will be the impartial uh, party, which is pretty much more, <laughs> part, you know, it's got a lot more bias than what it is letting on. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be, um, you know, a sort of public service, right? totally uh, yeah. devoid of any uh, compromise but yeah i think it leans exactly to the words i've just spoken to yeah they uh... say to be bipartisan but they're very partisan well <laughs> the, oh, the people who are dealing with certain aspects are partisan i should say i was going to say that um where i live we have not got a choice of internet supplier because we are the only city in the uk that has our own um Telecoms company, uh, the train company and everything. So because they own all the lines in and out where I live, uh, I can potentially get Sky, Virgin, whoever, to come and uh, service my internet. However, they have to rent the lines off the company that's in the area. So mm -hmm. every company, Sky, Virgin, you say, where do you live? I tell them, they go, uh, sorry, we can't help you. Not touch that, Look, mate, sorry. <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily, they are, they ro they've rolled out uh, super fast broadband as standard. Uh, it's very oh, expensive. Well, they can yeah. that, that's the thing. They can charge what they want. That's, that's the point. I mean, I get something like 
um, 900-ish down, 50 up, but it cost me a lot of money to get that. I I have the exact same situation as Animated Evil. There's a company called Spectrum that bought out um, all the small internet companies, and they've just been increasing their prices just like crazy. And uh, I think actually Spectrum, I need to have a look into it. They actually got kicked out of New York. Um, but um, but yeah, it's not a, not a good situation right now. I, I pay a hundred bucks for no, no data cap, seventy down, five up. I'm not kidding. Wow, that's, that's yeah, I, I get absolute shit. So yeah, Jesus, Fine, that's thirty quid a month. But you know, yeah. I pay fifty five. Which ain't bad, is it really? I get a reduction every year. Yeah. Then what they Owen. do is they increase it over the over the period slowly. Oh, oh and my Mackie D's is here. So. <laughs> anyway, it's been a good it's been a good it's been a good show. <laughs> uh, run over a bit, but yeah, thanks for coming out tonight, everyone. Um, the chat's been really good. Uh, Dragon Wolf, Shizno Elite, Assassin Looper. Let's go up the list. Uh, the Indie Gamer, Back from the Dead, VJ. I the always do this. Back from the Dead. <laughs> Fastback. Let's go back up the list. Who else we got? A lot of chat tonight. Yeah, the Lurkings of O R. The Lurkings of O S R S. Mass Mayhem and loads more. There is. I, I can't get them all, but very good. Thanks for coming by, everyone. Thanks, Mr. Tushi. Can you tell people where they can find you and have you made your mind up about which games are you going to play this weekend? Or has that meeting not happened between you and the oh, good man true. next to you? <laughs> that, that tweet went out on Sunday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nice pussy. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's getting all needy. She must be hungry or something or just wants my attention. Smell them chicken nuggets. Said <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggets. I did, yeah. Paul's ordered chicken nuggets, and the cat can smell them. <laughs> I yeah, did order uh, chicken, the new, the new crispy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, what we've decided this week, we're going to go for a. Um, it was was it Ben Dude's idea? I don't know. You just you you just told me what we were playing. I don't know. <laughs> it um, may well have been. We discussed it on the community game that we're going to have a Star Wars yeah. themed weekend. We're, oh, playing, we're Star Wars Squadrons on Friday all night, and then we're playing Battlefront Two on um, Saturday night, and we can actually experience with the FPS boost. And so they've all had all their little tweaks, so it should be good. I guess I need to reinstall Battlefront 2. And you can get your flight oh. stick out on um, squadrons. Good to hear. Also, you can plug, plug in your flight stick to your um, Series X as well. Yep, I'll be testing that out as well. <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good to hear. So... Yeah, it's all good. Anywhere else I can find you, or is that it? Can't find me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can find me anywhere as Mr. Tushy. Pretty much just type it in, you'll find me. That's about it. Okay, Over to Aminated. Yep. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> My turn now, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can. I'm just trying to take a breath first. This gets this. This is getting longer, <laughs> unfortunately. You can find me here every Wednesday uh, on Midweek Gaming. You can find me on a Friday and Saturday with this gentleman over there. Give a wave to she on Community Game Night. On a Sunday, you can find me on Fringe Experience. With Cerebral Paul. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Monday's every day off. Tuesday, <laughs> you can find me on 4GQTV Radio, when we can possibly do it, and on other 4GQTV projects as well. Hey. Um, <laughs> you can halt. You, if you need to get in touch <laughs> or you need to find me, you can get me on Twitter <laughs> and YouTube, animated <laughs> underscore evil. And on Xbox and Twitch, Animated Evil 857. Sorry about that. I feel like the deck's getting shuffled over here. <laughs> you ought to tell you what, you're, uh, you're like Pong Soul. You've got that many announcements of where you are. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, have, I have five nights out of seven where I'm doing something. So hey, it takes a while. That away. I, I don't want to see that anymore. No. <laughs> Oh. Oh, oh, does your does your missus go mad at you for spending so much time on doing stuff? Missus, you think I've got a missus? I'm, I like I said, I'm, no, she, she does, me, Yeah, she's it's 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 not a it's not a happy house sometimes. But yeah, well, it is what it is. <laughs> My missus go, oh, let, let's let's go and do this tonight. I can't. I'm on a podcast tonight. It's like, oh. He's well, she's shuffling saying, the cards. I don't know whose turn it is now. He's shuffling five, <laughs> five, five nights out of seven. I've it, got something it, going it's on. It's confused me now. <laughs> who's next? Um, I have no idea. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me here every Wednesday nights, of course, with this lovely crowd. Uh, except for Tushy, not so lovely, but it's, it's all right. He's all right. <laughs> and, and now you can find me. I'm going to be hanging on on Tuesdays a lot with the uh, the retro gaming crew. I, I am probably the most retro of the retro gamers, um, <laughs> meaning I'm old. But, you know, that's just the way it is. We had that discussion yesterday, you know. So, yeah. And then you can find me on uh, Sundays on the Flamish Experience. You can find me on my YouTube channel, which I'm really... I need 100 subs, people, so I can give it an actual name. And yeah, then, please, <laughs> please, please do sub if, you, if you're in there. You're not I'll tell you to, what, to people. Paul already I, have, I have a brand new, in-the-box, Blue Yeti microphone sitting here that, that I won from Blue. That I, it, When I hit 100 subs, I will raffle that sucker off to all of my subs. So if you can get me 100 subs, I will raffle off that mic and send it to whoever wins it. Preferably in the U.S. because because universal because <laughs> uh, because <laughs> shipping it to the U.K. would be very expensive and I'm broke. So get all your American friends. Yes, no, you will pay. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, no, subs just, you got now. Whoever whoever you can get the subs, get them the sub, and I will I will raffle off that mic. So how many subs you got now? I have. Last I checked, I had sixty six. I think I may have a few more than that. Let me see. You um, I thought it was I thought it was eighty something. No, ha, I wish. If it was, my channel's been lying to me. Hang on. <laughs> I'm, oh, wait a I'm second. Holy mistaken. crap. 
Never mind. Somehow it says I have 100 subs. Don't know where they all came from. Hey, where's that microphone? Raffle! I will follow, since I said it, I will follow through. I will, I'll have to find this stuff, I'll have to put everybody's, I'll have to assign everybody a number and then raffle it off. And I will do that live on the channel at some point in the next few days. So, that'll work. See, there you go. Whoop, now it says something. Hang on, let me. Congratulations, ah. Cerebral, then. Well, if it's true, because now the site's giving me issues. So, <laughs> Normally does. That's because that's because we've all just unsubscribed to get you back to ninety. Yeah, I know. What the I want to be number hundred. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, let's see. VJ, no, now when I go to customize the channel, it won't let me because now I can actually give you. I'll work on that while you go through VJ's thing, and he's going to tell oh, you no. you can find him anywhere. He doesn't like doing this. VJ, <laughs> thanks for coming on. It's always good to have you on the show. Sure. Um, I won't ask you where people can find you because I know I know you don't like to say. No, but I, I just I do want to say that thanks for having me show, on the show back again. I uh, appreciate it, and uh, yeah, don't look for me. Make or find whatever makes you happy. And on that note, uh, I'll be playing Octopath Traveler right after this show. So uh, yeah, look forward, to coming back, look forward to coming back next week, and uh, hopefully, Removable Sanity won't be on. So <laughs> well, I'm, just kidding, just kidding. I'm gonna have to do Removable. I've just read his message. He's his tablet battery's about to die and looks like it's died. So if you could please subscribe to Removal Sanity, all links are in the description and on Twitter. He'd really appreciate it. Good content creator. He makes good, re- very good re- reviews on indie games. So if he is so real quick because I, cause I he, need to jump he's up. Actually, um, he's actually better than he makes out. Go I'm going to go very good. my channel. And then everybody, if you're not following me on Twitter yet, please do so. Cerebral one and watch for an update to come within the next probably half hour as far as the mic goes and all that good news. So, uh, and my actual link for my YouTube. So if I can get it all working right. Not so, uh, I need to take off, so I will talk okay. to you all later. All right. I've got, a, I've got a dog I've... wanting to get out, so I've got to deal with that. So. Well, that's oh. my hem. It's because he, he does the podcast from his shed. I'm not sure if he's actually got electric in there. He's got yes, a heater in there, I know. So he, he fully charges it at the start, and by the end, it's normally ish dying. But anyway, thanks for popping in, everyone. I appreciate it, as always. And we will see you next week. It's nice. <laughs>